ramming your brain through a table of wrestling knowledge. Announce table. One hundred ninety three. It's one hundred ninety three episodes of the Spanish Announce Table. We're still here. Still going strong. T-Mac, how are you? I'm well. How are you? I am well. Good. Uh, yeah. How was your week? Busy, man. Real busy with work. And then, uh, you know, obviously there was WrestleMania, so that took up a lot of the free time over the weekend. Did a lot of yard work as well, because I'm an adult. Like, digging uh, bush roots out of the ground, mowing, weeding. Yeah. Adult stuff. And my daughter turned 13, so I've officially reached like middle age. Oh, congratulations yeah. on yeah. raising a child to 13. Uh-huh. I had a, a, a another appointment, my yearly appointment for my custom uh, shoe inserts. And uh, daughter turned 13, doing yard work at the house that I have a shoe mortgage inserts? on. Shoe inserts? What yeah. are you, you collecting know, I, I, social I a, security? I do have a VA disability, so... Uh, it's all on what? What's wrong with you? I got some uh, just knee, ankle, hip stuff over time that was worse, and they didn't really take care of very well. Well, that stinks. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'm being old man. You someday. need to toughen up, boy. Yeah, I need to get into man up. Yeah, you need to have man a tall up. glass of man the fuck up. Well, here I'm gonna <laughs> drink some some whiskey right now. Yeah. Mm. Get a shot uh, of man the fuck up because if you have any type of weakness, you must be a pussy. Yeah, you must be. You must not be masculine. Yeah, what are you? One of them hippies at a love in? You, know, you one of them fruity metrosexuals? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> My poppy used to say you poppy. were a, a fruit salad. Yeah, you fruit salad. Because you're God, fruity. masculinity is so stupid, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. Like, there's a fine line of what you need to have, you know, just like a baseline, like, hey, what makes us different than women? Sure. But so much of it is just such ego and, like, insecurity and, like, oh, you got to be tough at all times. It's like, yeah. shut up. Can't be can't be outdone. I run faster than you. Yeah, I no one's going to give you nothing. You, you yeah. got to work for everything you get. Yeah. Well, what if you have a lot? Well, then you don't share it. Masculinity is stupid, and that's why we do a professional wrestling podcast. Uh, T-Mac, how was your week? Kind of boring. Yeah? I mean, not really, but like, so we went to the NWL. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was fun, though. That 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 was was a great event. Uh, Named their first champion, Dak Draper, been on the show before. Uh, Super fun event. We had some fun making some videos out there. Uh, We donned the masks. Uh, Looking to do some more of that. We had fun. Yeah, so, yeah, I mean, it was fun. Right. But... But you know about it. That's what I'm saying. We also so you know about that. We also, we all, and later on yeah. in the show, we'll play for you. We interviewed Kyle O'Reilly there at NWL. Yeah, he was a great guy too. He was really fun, very yeah. polite. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, a very 
a pleasant time interviewing him and talking to him uh, behind the scenes. So Went out of his nice. way to come up and say hi to us, us with us with our media passes hanging around, trying to look cool. Yeah, uh, came cool. out of his way to come over and say, "Hey, you know, my name's Kyle." We were right, like, yeah, we know that. And so <laughs> did that, and then you know the eleven hours that was WrestleMania. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What about the uh, college basketball championship? Did you watch that? No. Yeah. I mean, really I watched it. a little bit of it, but it was just so sloppy. And it was one of the I've worst. already told you. Yeah, you already don't like college basketball for those reasons, and that was one of the worst displays of it all year. So you probably really didn't like it. Well, it's not basketball that I hate. I don't hate the sports. No, of like course not. Watch. No, but it's it. College basketball is terrible because it's low scoring. They call crap for you know both ways. They just it's a it's a slow game. It's not that great a skill level on a lot of parts. They're blowing out their ACLs and not getting paid for it. Right. And then can't go to the league, even though that's what they went to college for. Mm -hmm. Eventually, don't you have to make a major of basketball? Like, what's your major? Football. What's your major? Wrestling. What's your major? Basketball. Like, you're not there for computer sciences or psychology. It's You're there to fucking play a sport. Yeah. So that should be your major. Or some people at least have that option because some people know, I'm going to go into coaching. So why not have a... Mm-hmm. A set because you're going to get a lot of great talent if they think, hey, I may be good, but not, you know, level. So I'll do this. That way I can get into coaching. You know what I mean? You know, smart yeah. kids uh, in your program that you're going to be able to get there and you're going to be like funneling a lot of great talent. I mean, it would be great. Yeah. Because there's so much around each and all of those sports. I mean, like they have like sports management degrees. So why wouldn't they do just yeah. football? I never understood that. Just let's be honest with this transaction of making money off of kids who don't really have another option anyhow yeah, and shouldn't they be a lot like shouldn't there be some guarantee of uh how about this you do this and for x amount of years afterwards you'll have some sort of employment based on your you know your your exactly. your degree your scores your you know what i mean kind of market value uh job for x amount of years in the athletic department you would think you would think you know? You would think that coaches wouldn't get money as bonuses. Instead, they would get college credit. Hey, you made it to the national championship game. You can have all the upper-level college courses you desire. Not a $1 million bonus Yeah. because the kids don't get a monetary bonus. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. 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 Why don't we treat the fucking – why don't we treat the damn coaches like teachers? I think it was – I think it was it a quarter of a million that uh, I saw Bob Huggins at West Virginia gets if he beats KU. The Clemson season. coach got three million dollars for winning that game, an the, extra three million dollars for winning the national yeah, championship. Right, which but that's even like that's okay. So that doesn't make people shake as much as uh, this guy for just a regular season game in college basketball where that doesn't really matter all that much. He beats KU, he gets quarter of a million dollars. It's so stupid. If Anyhow, you can let's convince these kids, wrestling. let's talk about pro wrestling, man. We had WrestleMania, huge, and everything that comes along with it: Hall of Fame, NXT, uh, just various, you know, WrestleMania access, all the stuff coming out from that. Uh, everybody's got their own opinions. We'll get into those throughout the show. Uh, but we but always, first, we always let's no, yeah, let's first do yeah. our three P's. Yeah, we always now do. Yeah, <laughs> T Max three P's. Which all right, you want to explain the three P's? Yeah, I do. Yeah, all right. 
um, it is to be positive about pro wrestling because typically it can get long and dragging and there's parts of it that you don't like. So then you focus on that and then you get aggravated and then you're like, this isn't fun anymore, but it's fun. It's, it's adults play fighting in their underwear. That's always fun. Right. And that's how we should see it. It's always fun so when I, I do it. I give you at least three things to be positive about. And here they are. Mm-hmm. P1. It was the Neville. I'm going to surprise you guys on this one, I think. It's the Neville versus Mustafa Ali match from the Raw after Mania. Do you know how good you have to be? We've seen this, that beach ball mania now. That's a thing, apparently, the night after WrestleMania at Raw where everyone gets beach balls and they just throw them around and like, hey, we paid all this money to see a pro wrestling, but a beach ball, a $4 beach ball. That's fun, right? I did not realize this. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I knew what was going on, but I didn't realize this was a thing now. Yeah, this is a thing now. Uh, Jericho even said it's beach ball mania in his promo later right, that night. Right. But I knew there was but, a bunch going on there. I just didn't realize that was like the thing to do at WrestleMania or the Raw after Mania. Now. Yeah, it's Great. dumb. But, however, here's the positive. We've seen that this has affected people in the past. Remember Randy Orton and Sheamus? Randy Orton basically just quit on the match and was like, fuck this, I'm mailing it in. But Neville and Mustafa Ali actually was like, oh, okay. We need to grab your attention, so we're going to raise the fucking bar. And man, did they. It was probably the best 205 Live match I've ever seen. Now, granted, I haven't seen every 205 Live match, but I've seen a handful. And this one, I was like, those two guys, credit to them, because they didn't give up and just mail it in. They said, we're going to raise the bar. We're going to grab your attention. Fuck that beach ball. Pay attention to us. And goddamn did we. At least I did. I thought it was great. So be positive. Some of the wrestlers on the roster for WWE don't give up and actually put forth great effort the night after WrestleMania. I like that. Okay, P2. Number two. uh, This was from NXT TakeOver. It was the triple threat tag team match. The Authors of Pain versus DIY versus The Revival. So fun. You had... You had the Authors of Pain looking like indestructible forces with DIY and Revival teaming up to do their finishers, but not the team doing the finishers. Like it was one guy from one team and the other guy from the other team teaming up to do one of the finishers and then the other two guys do the other finisher. It was so much fun. It was great. And the Author of Pain looked strong and menacing. And man, I love Paul Ellering as their like weird very subtle glares and doesn't really talk a lot. And so all three of them kind of spook you out. And, you know, the two twins, they look like goddamn, you know, Coke machines with legs and arms walking towards you. Yeah. And they're awesome. And then you got DIY who I think separate. Those two guys are actually money. I like DIY, but I'm excited for them to have their own singles runs because I think Tommaso Ciampa would be a great like crazy guy that just like plays with his goatee and gives you the wild eyes. Right. And then Johnny Gargano, if that guy isn't Mr. Wheaties Box and guy next door who you want your daughter to date, I don't know who is. And that guy you just push to the fucking moon. I mean, he's about, what, 5'7", 110 pounds soaking wet. So you just push him as the next Daniel Bryan, and he's got the good looks. He could go on the Today Show, Good Morning America, all those shows, and people will just fall yep. in love with him and want to pinch his cheek. I think they're great. And then you got the Revival, 
that are just, you know, Arn Anderson and Tully Blanchard yeah, just great. right there with their they're chewing tobacco in their lip, spitting in your face. They should do that, actually. That would be cool. But they're awesome. It was great. So that's my P2. Okay. P3 is looking towards the future and a great move by the WWE, and it's the superstar shakeup. You know why? Because now we have no WrestleMania hangover, right? So we go, that story had ended, right? The WrestleMania story had ended there, or the stories for WrestleMania ended there. Now you have some Randy Orton, Bray Wyatt, all that kind of stuff, but now you don't fresh. know what could happen. Yeah, like, fresh. Now, next week, everyone's up for, for grabs. You could have Sami Zayn go to SmackDown. You could have... Uh, AJ go to Raw. You could have Seth Rollins going to SmackDown. You could have New Day going to SmackDown. You could have uh, Luke Harper go to Raw. I mean, all uh, that stuff. I agree with this, and I think uh, what works in this favor also of the non-WrestleMania hangover is the call-ups that they've done. I think it's a perfect time to call up the internet darlings on that show, the Raw After Mania, because they're going to get a loud pop. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Everybody's going to be behind them, so the people watching at home... That's just drilling their brain. First impression, crowd goes nuts for these people. Uh, yeah. I think they should do this shakeup every year after Mania, uh, and and do these kind of like uh, review or come ups as you were for the right people. Uh, I think it was great. I agree with you. Very positive. Yeah, I think I think you know we never say that uh, wrestling or WWE has seasons, but I think we need to create that. I it think does. We need to I mean, that it should. Right, but you know, typically. It doesn't, right? Like a John right. Cena character before the draft just kept going, right? Yeah. So it was like WrestleMania. There's no difference of the yeah. WrestleMania character for John Cena than at the payback, right? right? But with this, if you throw him on a new show, now he has new allies, yeah. new rivals, right. new titles. And so I think you no, should just you do should... night after WrestleMania to WrestleMania. That's your roster for the year. The night after WrestleMania, you draft again. Mm -hmm. And even within that, I think they, they would really be smart, and I don't see that they've seemed to do this a whole lot, uh, plan it around regular TV seasons. That's when people are in their TV watching mode. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like you, you've got to kind of think about that, and, and they never seem to do that. They When it sweeps time or whatever, they just decide, let's throw the biggest spectacles we can out there, and they, they do a bunch of you know uh, part-timers and things like that. No, you should – you should be writing with seasons in mind. Obviously, some have to flow over, given that you're a 52-week uh, show. But you get well, the idea. and with injuries, stuff like that too. You sure. know what I mean? But that should be at least the root of how of what you're starting with, right? And I like the superstar shakeup actually a little bit more than the draft. Now that I'm thinking about it, because let's say you wanted to keep uh, Seth Rollins on Raw, right? Right. Well, it would be stupid just to redraft him. Right. You know what I mean? So the trades, like each each brand gets five trades, okay. you know, blah, 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 blah. Like I like that, that. I hadn't seen the uh, details on this. Thing. Well, and I don't have not either. I'm just making uh, this up. Right. But by saying superstar shakeup, I assume that it's not going to be another draft. Because like I said, if you're going to keep people on the same raw, like if you keep the Hardys on raw, it's stupid to say with our third pick, it's the Hardys. It's like, yeah, they're the Raw Tag Team Champions. They can't. Yeah, you would keep them, the right. Raw Tag Team Champions can't be on SmackDown. That right. doesn't make any sense. Yeah, you know what I mean. So yeah, and they're specifically calling it Superstar Shakeup. They branded it as such, so it makes me think it's right. not the draft, right? It's right. a new right trades. Yep. It's trades and or releases and All things right, like man. that. Some good things to be positive about this week. Yeah, yeah. Let's get into what we 
then do in this first segment is we do the news, the mother loving news. We've got uh, five this week. We've got five of the biggest stories. There's obviously much more happening in the world of wrestling this week, so you have to do some of your own research if you want more than the top five. But these are the biggest talking points we could find. I'll kick it off. T-Mac, you ready? Of course. Of course. Like lunch meat, right? Like lunch meat. I'm always ready, baby. What's the over-under on the number of slobber knockers per appearance? Twelve. WWE signed Jim Ross to a new deal this week. The WWE Hall of Fame commentator appeared at WrestleMania calling the Undertaker versus Roman Reigns match. And his new deal will see him appearing occasionally on television to call matches as well as appearing on WWE Network shows. I like it. I, like I hope it. he's I I think he'd be better used personally for NXT. I think mm. you just keep I think you have him call the main event of SummerSlam and WrestleMania, and then all of the NXT takeovers. That's how I would use them, right there. The NXT because, takeovers, that's a good one, because he won't do everyone. Right, but, right. man, he would add value to that. His voice would make you excited about talent that you necessarily wouldn't care about. For example, I think I would care a little bit more uh, for an Oscar match, if yes. Jim Ross calls it, as a fan that watches it at home. Now, obviously, if I'm there... That doesn't matter. But at home, if he can tell me a story about her that I don't that's know. What, that's what he does better than Michael Cole. He he oh, develops he the scene in your brain better. He you know what I mean? He's not yeah. just reporting what he sees. He's telling you the story as he sees it. You know? Well, like he's a storyteller and Michael Cole's a reporter. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's their backgrounds. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's true. So that's why. And Jim Ross just has that authenticity in his voice where when he says, you know, the undertaker is grabbing the ropes for every bit of life. Like you believe it when Michael Cole could say legitimately every same word. And you're just like, yeah, man, just shut up, please. You're done. All right. All right. Yeah. Well, let's move on. You, my friend, have been future endeavored. Uh, Johnny Laurinaitis? No. WWE has come to terms on a mutually agreed upon release with Simon mm, Gotch yeah, of the VOD Villains right. as of today, which is April 5th, 2017. So Simon Gotch, the VOD Villains, no more. Kansas City guy. He did have uh, his Good start in yep. Metro Pro here in Kansas City. So yep. we might see him at the NWL, which would be a fun fit. Him and uh, Dak Draper would be some fun, fun matches. But good for him. He was the first guy eliminated in the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. He was never doing anything. He can wrestle, obviously. Yeah, He's fun and unique. I think with his hipster attitude, his hipster look, and now a little fire under his ass, man. He can tear up the Indies just with Cody Rhodes. Tony, you know what this I mean? This is a uh, uh, this is quite the hipster town here. We do have a wrestling organization. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe we'll see something. All right. What do uh, you but, want to move on? Well, here's my question. What yeah. happens to the other Vod villain? <sighs> I don't know, man. But I, I don't feel like he's worth shit either. So I don't know what. Like he I can don't... sing and he's pale. Yeah. Hey, he's pale. I don't know what you do with him. I don't know what you're ah, doing. Ah, you make a pale army. Him, pale Jack army. Gallagher, and Seamus. Seamus. Call it the uh, pasty... Uh, the, Just I call it know. paste. Paste. We'll call it... Coming to the ring. Paste. We'll call it... Uh, mm. or, 
powder. They can call. They can be called powder. <laughs> they can be called haze. All right, <laughs> let's move on. I think we're getting the band back together. If you mention the click, I'm going to be so upset. Nope. WWE signed Drew McIntyre to a new deal this week, according to McIntyre, who told ESPN that he has won championships all over the world and helped to build brands, so the next logical step was to come win the NXT title. The Wrestling Observer reports that McIntyre will be used in NXT and the WWE UK programming, as McIntyre is seen as a big name in the United Kingdom. McIntyre will also, according to the Wrestling Observer, be allowed to return to What Culture Pro Wrestling to drop the title he currently holds there. With McIntyre's hiring... All three members of the three-man band are now currently employed by WWE. Yeah, maybe, (laughs) you know, hey, there's a lot of aspects of wrestling that I just don't care about. Uh It's just true. One one is the Hardys. Not the broken stuff. I like the broken stuff, but the vintage Hardys I never liked. Yep, me neither. I I don't like Finn Balor. Yep, me neither. And I... and Drew McIntyre seems cool, but his character post uh, three man band yeah. was just to me was just I'm angry. Well, cool. Everyone's angry. I'm angry. You know, yeah. like, yeah, no, it'd be interesting so, to see what he can do what? here now. And and what I read, too, is it, he's kind of slotted for that because they're moving Nakamura up. Right. I can't. Nakamura. Imagine, I can't imagine. You know what I mean? So they need some people who have a lot of experience can go in the ring and have some level of being a top upper mid car, at least to, to be on that role, to work against some of these people who have, you know, next to no experience. So that'd be a good role for him. Yeah. I think he'll do great as a first like feud with Bobby Roode. You know what I mean? Like NXT is coming here at the end of uh, April. So I could easily see that being the main event for the show here. I think he's a great wrestler. I think he's amazing to watch in ring. Again, to me, wrestling is more than an in-ring product. You have to do something to make me care. And from what I saw, now, granted, I didn't see everything, so before you say I shit on everything, I'm just letting you know, the small sample size that I saw of Drew McIntyre, now Drew Galloway again, was, I'm angry. Well, cool. Okay? So, I'm... I'm patient. If this is a positive patient, this would be a patient for me because yeah. prove that you improved. I agree with that. I think that's a good call. Thank you. <laughs> Captain Awesome is going to be sad about this. Ooh. Oh, they are out of guacamole and chipotle. That wouldn't be a news story on our program. Oh. It is it's uh, sad, former though. WWE superstar Aaron Damian Sandow Rex mm. was re- recently interviewed by Title Match Wrestling at Title the WrestleCon uh, convention during WrestleMania 33 weekend. During the interview, Rex revealed that he is no longer with Impact Wrestling and teased a retirement from pro wrestling. Rex said, and I quote, I don't know if this is going to be it for me because, you know, I'm no longer with Impact. Ending on this note is not a bad thing. I'm not saying that I'm never going to get in the ring again, but this is pretty cool. And, I'm much re- and, I, and I'd much rather have people remem- remember me for all the good stuff. Yeah, 
uh, I mean, if he feels like there's going to be nothing else good left, I mean, you know, if he feels like he's just going to be floundering around doing, you know, I mean, let's be honest. Uh, he he feels he could be top level at WWE under the bright lights, and if he feels all that's left for him is ROH and and you know New Japan, which don't get me wrong, are great things. Uh, but if his eyes are set on the top and he just feels he's not going to get that, and he wants to walk away, I mean, I guess that's what you do, right? Hey, right now I think more than ever with the access of Twitter, Facebook, YouTube all of those things, we're seeing more wrestling talent than we've ever seen before. Mm -hmm. And so right now, more than ever also, is a time when pro wrestlers need to be 100% in or 100% out if you're not a legend like Stone Cold Steve Austin. So if you're a guy like Damian Sandow and you're fighting for a spot alongside the likes of, uh, um, you know, uh, Trying to Kyle O'Reilly or um, I'm trying to think of more guys, uh, Bobby Lashley, all these, you know, fringe guys that are known but aren't really doing anything as far as major impact. Man, you have to be 100% in or 100% out because doing it half ass will get you passed up by the Kyle O'Reilly's, the uh, Ty Dillinger's, the um, uh, Fondongos of the world because they're a hundred percent in. They just yeah. haven't found the, out what it is. The Cody so, Rhodes is the you know what I mean the people right, who are yeah, out there Cody hustling. Is, yeah, yeah, they're hustling. They're trying. They're trying to figure it out and see what makes it work for them. If you're Aaron Rex or Damian Sandow, whatever we're going to call him, and you're kind of like, ah, I don't know if I really want to do this. Well, then get out because yeah. all you're going to do is look like an ass, and you're going to get passed up, and we're all going to go, man, you were cool, but now I don't want to see you anymore. It'll be like, remember we thought that guy had potential? All right. right. <laughs> Let's move on. Final one. How many of them will they make dance? Uh, Eleven and a half. WWE officially announced the long-rumored women's tournament. Triple H made the announcement at WWE Reimagined, a presentation at a summit during WrestleMania weekend for WWE business partners. 32 competitors from 17 countries will participate in the tournament. No other details have been released. So there you go. Yay. What do you think the prize is? A shot at the WWE Championship. NXT women's. title. Ooh, at the NXT title? That could yeah. work. I could easily see that because right now Asuka has uh, Amber Moon or Ember Moon or whatever Ember. her name is, which has a great finisher, but some weird eyes, and that's about it. Yep. And Asuka is, uh, has some weird little mask, and she's undefeated, and that's she wears 12-year-old girls' like playthings. Anyhow, um, so they need something. <laughs> so I think a, a, a tournament winner would do something for that division. Because I don't think Liv Morgan or the iconic duo is really turning heads right now. Although they are nice on the eyes. I think you're right on a lot of things uh, that you just said. All right. We will take a break and we will come back. And we'll talk about what you want to talk about. And that's a lot of stuff. At WrestleMania. So tweet the table. Which you'll find out what that is if you don't know in our next segment. Uh, it's going to be big. When we return to the Spanish announce table, which is on SpanishAnnounceTable.net and... Women with access to birth control typically earn 40% more than women without access. TrainingTopicsNetwork.com
Hey, this is Kyle O'Reilly. You're listening to and loving the Spanish Announce Table. You do not need to fight for your life here. You're welcome to hang out. And use hashtag to the table when you're on Twitter and join the community. Join the party. And we'll include you on this show by reading your tweets. At least one of them. At least one of them. And we're doing at least way more than one of them. We had, I don't, I haven't counted a number each official time, but I'd be floored if this wasn't a record amount of tweet the tables. Uh it was a lot, and we thank you for it. So thank uh, you guys at, so much. And at four times the average. Which is great to hear. Keep Which it up. Which is great. So now I've, I'm not going to read all those. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I'm still going to read a lot. just have to get paid to do a second show. <laughs> right. Yeah. Ding. All right. Uh, but I am going to read a lot. I'm going to read more than we are accustomed to, so we may go through them quick. So forgive us if we don't expand as much as we normally do, but we're going to, of course, give you our thoughts because the show's about us. Of course. <laughs> All right. We do this for us, not for you. <laughs> Just kidding. W.I.R. Cata says, Elias Sampson doesn't want to leave NXT? Well, hell, if he wants to stay there, let him stay there and have Ono leave for Raw or SmackDown. Hashtag tweet the table. I think I'd rather see Sampson. I don't know about that. Maybe. other More than Ono? Unless if they, did, if they redid a Kings of Wrestling. Let's put them or back together. If, or if they put Ono in pants. Yeah, put Ono in pants. But read the Kings of shirt. Wrestling because, look, Cesaro's never going to be uh, the guy, at least not the way he's progressing now. So put him back where he shined and with a guy he has charisma with, a guy who he knows like the back of his hand, Kings of Wrestling. Although I like, I like the kilts and Sheamus and him too. doing the tearaway shirts and kilts. I do, too. So. I do too. But, you know, hey. We know this will work. Mm-hmm. We're dragging Sheamus and Cesaro along, just hoping that people are like, all right, cool. All right, fine. fine. You guys are fine. <laughs> At the ultimate one, the eye makeup on Sanity has them looking like deranged clowns. Hashtag tweet the table. Well, yeah, a lot of people didn't like that. Uh, I didn't care. Yeah, I didn't care either. At four people chime in on this one. At the ultimate one says, is it me? Or am I the only one waiting for Ty Dillinger to move up? Him still in NXT is like a 16-year-old stuck in 8th grade. Hashtag tweet the table. At bartender underscore all WC says, I love the perfect 10 gimmick. But can that character carry over to the main roster? Or does it become the next Tyler Breeze? Hashtag tweet the table. At B underscore double underscore D. Says, if there has ever been anybody that has deserved a call up, it's Ty Dillinger. Long time coming. Hashtag tweet the table. And at gentle beast 06 says, mark it out for the perfect 10. Hashtag tweet the table. A 10. A fucking 10. Yeah. Hey, wait. Yeah. Now, you and I have both been listening. Sidebar, real quick, and we'll get back into this. I've been listening to the Bruce Pritchard podcast. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Does this not sound like the host? A 10. A fucking 10. Sounds like Conrad Thompson. Yeah, it does. Conrad Thompson is Bubba. 
Well, have they both but, been seen in the same place at the same time? Was that his name in that in Varsity Blues? Was it Bubba? Sure. Yeah. Sure. You know we're talking I think he's about. Dead. I think he's dead, actually. Oh, the real guy is like this. Yeah. Remember when he played the parody of himself in the Wayans version of that movie? Perfect. That's perfect. <laughs> I would too. Like he even recited some of the same lines from that fucking movie in in that damn one. Like just easy money. Right? Easy money. Take it. I love that. I would. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. But uh, Ty Dillinger, certainly the response was great, but that's because debuting people on the Raw Mania that are indie darlings, uh, which I, again, think is a smart move. We talked about this off air. Uh, I think it's a perfect time to do it when they are an indie darling, right? When when they're the, the hipster wrestlers, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you got to debut them on the Raw Mania because that's when they're going to get the loudest pop. I agree. So uh, now I don't know if this perfect 10 thing will carry over as much, but I think that's where they need to go anyway. I think any wrestling organization should do that. You've got to involve the crowd. You want the crowd chanting as many silly shit as they want because you want the crowd thinking, I had the time of my life here tonight. Right? Exactly. Right. I agree. Yep. Indeed. All right. Anything else to add about the perfect 10? A 10! A fucking 10! Basically, I'm on the we'll see. Yeah, that's kind of where I'm at, too. Two people on the next one. At The Ultimate One says, Cien Almas, am I saying that right? Sure. Has all the charisma of a hot chick that can't speak English. Hashtag tweet the table. And at bartender underscore all WC says, when pacing in the Cien and Black match, although Black won, Cien put on a great show in that match. Oh, he says, what pacing? Sorry. Hashtag tweet the table. I uh, like Alistair Black. Well, I like yeah. Tommy End, and I like that this guy. So in real life, he's a uh, Satanist. Mm-hmm. So like mm-hmm. he doesn't mind. Like, hey, you want to push the limit? He's like, of course, yeah, because let's do this. he doesn't have a limit that goes the traditional route. So I like to see what he does uh, with his character and the freedom that they give him. Because you know Bray Wyatt gets a lot of gets to call himself he's a god and things like that. But he's a family man. And not to say that Tommy End isn't a family man, but I'm just saying his real-life persona, who he really is at the core, is more Bray Wyatt than Bray Wyatt. So yeah. I like his kicks. I like how he I like how he got CN up with his foot. He put his foot underneath his chin, and CN was laying on his uh, belly down, and he raised him up with his foot underneath his chin. And then he raised him, and then he kicked him. Kick. I love his kicks. He looks like a fucking god. He was scary. And then he did the Undertaker like raise up thing, you know, with the like. Yep. It was cool as shit. At the ultimate one says, "What's up with the solo mosh pit dancing by Alexander Wolf?" Hashtag tweet the table. Yeah, when you're Who's solo Alexander moshing, Wolf? I don't know. I don't know, but when you're solo moshing, it's time for you to go home. Well, you know who used to do that all the freaking time? Yeah. Seth freaking Rollins. Seth freaking Rollins. Five people on this next one at grapple underscore. This? So I said, God damn it, pal. This three-way tag is one hell of a match. Hashtag show stealer. Hashtag NXT takeover Orlando. Hashtag tweet the table. Uh, yeah, that was a hell of a match. At, at the ultimate one says, why does Paul Ellering look like an evil Uncle Leo from Seinfeld? Hashtag tweet the table. At WIRCATA says, no flips, just fists. Sounds like a tagline of authors of pain could use or heavy machinery. Hashtag tweet the table. Or the name of your porn. Or the name of your porn. At bartender underscore all WC says, this might be my favorite triple tag threat match ever. 
Best luck to the Raw Triple Threat match topping this one. Hashtag Tweet the Table. And at Hallmark of Swede says, hashtag Tweet the Table. Wow, this Triple Threat Tag Team Elimination match is wholly unbelievable. Simply amazing. Hashtag NXT TakeOver Orlando. Uh, yeah, great. It, some of the best like in-ring, like old-school wrestling I think we've seen in a, in a bit. And even, I mean, you have a DIY kind of mixes in the new flavor into it also so i mean it was just real fun yeah i love it i mean like i said it was one of my three eyes or three p's and uh it was very fun to watch at three people on this one at b underscore double underscore d congrats to oscar on becoming the new x division champion hashtag tweet the table at the ultimate one says, I love Asuka's new attitude, walking around like she is that bitch. Hashtag tweet the table. And at bartender underscore all WC says, why are people surprised how Asuka won? She has never claimed to be a good person. Her actions have blurred the line. Hashtag tweet the table. Yeah, that title does look conspicuously like the X Division title. Yep. <laughs> I don't. Guys, I'm so sorry. I know I'm supposed to care and yada yada, but Asuka is Asuka is like Alundra Blaze in the early 90s. It was fun and credit to her, but I don't care. You know, there's it's like there's plenty of great things going on and I respect it all, but I don't have to like it all. And right. I just don't like her. Yeah, I don't either. At WIRCATA says, don't do it, Drew. Don't go back. Look at Alberto Del Rio. Hashtag tweet the table. And at bartender underscore LWC says, Drew Galloway on a WWE show. Hashtag the chosen one returns. Hashtag tweet the table. I'm going to wait and see on this one also with the Drew McIntyre. Yeah, like I said, his his whole thing was, I'm angry. Well, I'm cool. angry. Yeah. Now, why would you be angry? Because now you're back. I mean, motivated, maybe. But yeah, it'll be interesting yeah. to see if he can give us something new. Right? And I'd again, like he's amazing in the ring. Yeah. But my, like here's, my, here's my point to a bigger point is that everyone's amazing in the ring like the guys that suck suck because one they suck and two everyone else is so much better than what well old wrestling used to be but here's another thing too you can suck a little bit if you're better on the mic and at storytelling you're gonna get more money than being great in the ring and sucking at storytelling you're right. gonna have a better career if you're going to put more chips in one basket it should be on the the mic work side. Yeah. Take an acting class, not a parkour class. Right. It's great that you go on to do all that and is impressive. But a lot of people in wrestling and outside of wrestling do stunts. A lot of people. And we see it a lot. What an intangible is, is charisma, is being able to make me stop what I'm doing and stare at you talking. I don't give a shit about you. For the most part, right? Pick any random you around the world. I don't give a shit what you have to say. But there are a few people, and usually they're on TV or so. You know what I mean? They're famous because they can make you stop and go, what? What's he saying? And that's what you need to work on to get big time. And I just don't know that, you know, Drew Galloway's Agree. Yeah. Well, we'll see. Patient. Let's be patient. Let's be patient. Five people on this one. Four people, excuse me, at Gentle Beast. Zero six says, OMG, WTF, BBQ, Shinsuke, hashtag tweet the table. At Katie first. Lady. Nakamura is here. Smackdown live after Mania, hashtag tweet the table. At B underscore double underscore. I think Vince told Triple H, 
Okay, you can call up that Naka Naka guy, but I have no clue what to do with him. Hashtag tweet the table. And at bartender underscore all WC says, I can't wait, or I can't tell you what Nakamura has that makes him likable. But whatever it is, he has a lot of it. Hashtag tweet the table. That's true. I was watching his entrance and I was like, okay, this is cool. But I can't really tell you why. If I had to explain to somebody like why this was cool, I'd be like, well, it's this guy. And he comes out to this violin rock. And uh, he, he kind of shakes his hands. I know why. <laughs> he shakes his hands. I know hands. why. Yeah. Huh. Because he has charisma and he's confident. Two skills and two attributes that 98% of the people on this fucking face of the earth wish they had either one. All of us wish we had both. Right? Yeah. And this guy fucking walks out there in red jumpsuit pants from MC Hammer, yeah. does some weird shit with his hands, and guess what? He loves it. And you know what? That makes you love it too because he owns it. That's what makes him great. He is charisma and confidence. Oh, we all want that. Here yeah. this motherfucker is in a foreign country saying, suck my dick, I'm Freddie Mercury and Mike Tyson. Well, what? And like you're like, God damn right, man. You're the fucking shit. I'm so Freddie Mercury and Mike Tyson. Yeah, like you don't need to know what it is. You just know it because you wish you had it. Not to say that we all don't have it, but we all wish we had it to that fucking level. I mean, imagine this. Captain Awesome, if I said, you're going to go to Tokyo, you're going to wear some dumb fucking pants, and you're going to own who you are. I do you it. feel confident? <laughs> yeah. But you feel confident? Uh, I mean. You're right. Yeah. But that's what Moore is doing. Yeah, so exactly. God damn applaud that motherfucker. He is the shit. Love that guy. Woo. I'm writing, this down. I'm writing this down because that's a strong consideration for a show title. I'm Freddie Mercury and Mike Tyson. At, let's see, what do we got? Another five people chiming in on this one. At WIRCata says, that ramp is fucking long. Hashtag tweet the table. At Chris Mercado 32 says, so whose stupid decision was it to make the Mania ramp the equivalent to the mile run? Hashtag tweet the table. At grapple, <laughs> at grapple underscore this says, after the walk down the ramp, Goldberg versus Lesnar match started with a 15-minute rest hold. Hashtag tweet the table. At Mr. Fourthrow says, the ramp is 80 yards long. That's only about 96 steps for the average person. Come on, they're athletes, right? Hashtag tweet the table. And at B underscore double underscore says taker slick as fuck coming up halfway down the ramp hashtag tweet the table uh yes that's 96 steps but i tell you what get ramped up for the biggest show of the year in your profession uh, with every camera on you in the place you're ramped up you got your adrenaline pumping and go take 96 steps like it's gonna be a lot you're gonna be like whoa okay no i don't have an adrenaline dump you don't take 96 steps without planning on going for a walk because you don't typically ever go anywhere that takes longer than – I mean, count it out. Going from your car to your work, how many steps you take? Probably not 96. I yeah. mean, maybe by the time you get to your desk, maybe, right? But – and you know what I mean? Like it's – you well, know, the, the key up, is, your is the adrenaline going. dump. And exactly. so you're like – your adrenaline's going. You're going, you're going, you're going. Eventually, like you said, it's a walk, and so your focus goes from, all right, I need to compete in this match or perform in this you know pro wrestling match, so I got to think about A, B, and C to – all right, man, I'm still walking. Yeah, and then like your Jesus. focus just changes, and then that's when your your endorphins uh, go up and down, and then you're like, oh, well, and, and that's why it's too long. And, you're not, you know, they're athletes. They may not be winded and blown up for the day, but 
you're still your heart rate's elevated by the time you're done with 96 steps consecutively like in a row like that you or know, your like heart rate is or your heart rate is back to normal because your adrenaline isn't as high as it was when you started your true walk. right so there's i mean there's a myriad of factors at play here and uh, yeah I, I think it was way and too long. It's, and here's the other thing and this is from our point of view do you want to watch anyone walk 96 steps no it was really There's boring. no one I want to watch walk 96 steps. Nobody. Not Nobody. even old pussy leg leg. Right, yeah. Uh, Sasha Banks. Yeah, can she, she pussy leg leg it? Can she pussy leg leg it for 96? <laughs> 96 steps, man. Did she? Was that? That's 96 pussies and yeah. what? 192, right? Legs? <laughs> am, I, am I doing my math right here, T Mac? Sure. But uh, she uh, ninety six pussies and one hundred ninety two legs. There's another show yeah. title for you. All right, let's move on. Three people chime in on this one. At Mister Fourthrow says both Neville and Austin Aries wearing shiny package covers. Nice hashtag tweet the table at Katie first. Lady says good match Neville and Austin Aries. Great way to kick off WrestleMania. Hashtag tweet the table and at bartender underscore LWC says my daughter sees Neville and says why is that troll so angry? Lol. Hashtag tweet the table. I mean, he's not terribly, he's not off by that much. No. Um, and you gotta, if you're going to cover the package, you may as well do it with a shiny cover. Yeah. If you're going to be in your underwear, might as well well make it cool underwear. I mean, the ladies, you know, the ladies are out there. You want, you want to, you know, give them something or or the men, you want to give them some, or or the men. That's true. Yes. Or the various other gender identities, right? There's somebody out there that may be looking at it. Somebody might be looking at it. Uh, Seven people chime in on this one. At Chris Mercado 32 says, You mean to tell me, Sin Cara is in the Battle Royal still, but Braun Strowman is out? Hashtag tweet the table. At B underscore double underscore D says, I don't give a fuck about Mojo Raleigh. Who gives a shit about what he has to say? I feel like I'm taking crazy pills. Hashtag tweet the table. At WIR- him. It's not. At WIRCata says, that entire Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal fucking sucked. Hashtag tweet the table. At bartender underscore all WC says, how long till we see Mojo Gronk versus Rusev Gender? Hashtag tweet the table. At a techie in Christ says, that security guard holding Gronkowski was the highlight for me. Hashtag tweet the table. At Hallmark of Swedes says, hashtag tweet the table, Mojo? Mojo won? Mojo sucks. And at The Iceman Forever says, so will Gronk start wrestling for WWE during the NFL offseason? Maybe Mojo and Gronk, the next SmackDown tag champs? Hashtag tweet the table. Hey, if Pac-Man Jones can be TNA tag champ with uh, R-Truth, why not? First of all, uh, Gronk's got the build. That motherfucker is yeah, huge. Yeah, he's bigger than Mojo. Jesus, he's huge. Now listen, I know everybody's shitting on Mojo, and Mojo's not great. Okay, but that that wasn't about Mojo. It wasn't about Mojo. But even moving forward, let's. Oh, so we use Gronk, right? And that's going to put Mojo in a, in a spotlight. Mojo, if he'll get into who he is, is that he's Gronkowski's friend. He's the frat guy that never left the frat, right? He's yeah. that guy. Let him run with it. And you know who's going to love that? A lot of the former high school football stars that make up professional wrestling fans. Or the nerds that want to laugh at someone. Or the nerds that want to, you know what I mean? So, like, if he's cracking jokes and just being the frat guy at the party, that's who he is. That's going to come across as real. You know, work a little bit on some ancillary stuff. Mojo's probably not too far off from having a decent run. And he's not that good. But this is what we were talking about. Your personality and your character 
will take you farther if you have an imbalance than than your in ring your in ring work. Yeah, because exactly. he can learn six moves of doom. You right. know what I mean? Like, well, and you know, the next day on all the sports networks, they said Mojo Raleigh. They said Rob Gronkowski helped his friend Mojo Raleigh. That's what they said on legitimately yep. every ESPN yes. show, every Fox Sports show. They showed the clip on Sports Center. They showed the clip on uh, Dan Lebitard. They showed the yeah. clip. Uh, the clip on pardon the interruption yep. and guess what they said every single time mojo Raleigh. Raleigh. and you so use I don't it care yeah and so i don't care if if neville did a shooting star 920 twist with his eyes closed guess yep. who gets talked about mojo yep. Raleigh. well and here's here's the thing so you do that you set up rusev and gender versus mojo and Gronk, right? You give you give Gronk time to learn a couple moves because all he's got to do is make the hot tag and do a couple big moves. Then you come in for a double team finish, and they stand there posing over the you know over the losers, right? That's how those matches work. You carry that on, and you make him the Gronkowski of WWE, which won't be hard for him to pull off. And then you have something that's going to attract a lot of a lot of your fan base. I think you've got something with Mojo Raleigh if you play it right. As weird as that sounds, because I don't like Mojo Raleigh. You know what I mean? Like I'm not well, excited. But And my favorite thing was his promo on SmackDown when he asked that girl, he's like, "Do you you feel what I'm saying or something?" And she's like, "Not really." He's like, <laughs> "It's okay. You will eventually." Yeah. Like, "God damn. Your announcers don't even fucking care about you." All right, we'll move on. At this is Pocket says, just caught up with NXT and was laughing at how Dan the Cannon was so off the mark with Bobby Roode when he said James Storm was the star. Hashtag tweet the table. Yeah, that's from another podcast. Uh, but at the time when Beer Money was kind of in that last of its long runs at, at TNA there, James Storm was arguably the bigger name at no. that point. Nope. Well, he had a nope. better run uh, there at TNA, I think. No, he didn't. For that short period there, following that. When Dan the King no. was making that claim. Well, I don't know when he made the claim. Sure. I didn't listen to that. But Bobby Roode was the longest reigning team Bobby Roode champion of all time. has since outclassed. I'm trying to say when he made the claim. Now. Oh, well, I don't know when now, that was. What what but his angle was going off also, of. Yeah. Yeah. But that guy's favorite wrestler is also a guy that sniffs ropes. So. <laughs> right. Um, now, I think there is money in James Storm if they would have marketed him as the southern boy character that he really is but it almost sounds like he tried to get away from that and that's his own bad but you can market the hell out of that it's kind of what i was going back to there's the frat boy if you go after the nascar fan uh that james storm is just that guy you know what i mean the hunting the fish and the thing again you're gonna have you've got to create these characters that people identify with you know and a lot of times that's why it's just if you take their personality and crank it up to 11 it's because most people, you know, there's there's birds of a feather. Nobody has a wholly unique personality. There's a million of people just fucking like you. You know what I mean? <laughs> like that's so that's who you've got to go for is whoever you think you can grab. And that's a I don't know who those people's favorite character would be right now. Who's the who's the NASCAR fans' favorite wrestler right now? Stone Cold. Yeah, still Stone Cold. They're yeah, not they're, watching because there's nobody out there, right? But right, that's, that's where that's where James Thorne has missed the boat because when he was hottest. That was the angle he was going. The beer drinking, you know, the redneck. And you got to go with that. I don't understand why you don't keep going with that. And Blue Kazoo says, I love Sean, but he is definitely a better wrestler than a commentator. Lol. Hashtag tweet the table. Can uh, he say full sentences? Because no. he stops himself every other word. It's 
It's like, like, ask me my thoughts on a match. Just ask me my thoughts on any All match. Right. Shawn Michaels, what did you think of the SmackDown Women's Championship match at WrestleMania? Well, you know, so it's like these women, you know, they're going out there and, you know, it's just like, because, you know, Lita here, she, she, she knows what she's doing and Lita, you did it really great, but like these women, they go after it, you know? And so it's like, I'm in there. And then when I get in there, I, I like feel it and I know that they can feel it, but you know, it's, so it's like, you know, and so you just yeah. Sasha won. Set. Shawn Michaels, thanks. All right, we'll move on to Jerry Lawler. <laughs> like, that's what he says yeah, on everything. I know, I know. And it was like, you know, uh, this time when me and Brett, and, you know, I don't have the yeah. greatest memory, but, you yeah. know, uh, when I was there, it was just like, you know, uh, it was like Andre the Giant, man. And so you just had some big giants, you know, and, uh, and it was just the click. And we did what we wanted sometimes. And people got their, uh, their uh, you know, it was Bret Hart had the championship and I was after it and we were the same size and then X-Pac won. The man has done a lot of drugs. Yeah, and, he's, and he went cold turkey. Three people chime in on the next one. At bartender underscore all WC says, hashtag keeping it real. I don't care for Ambrose in the ring. Only like him on the mic. Hashtag tweet the table. At WIRCATA says, awesome match between Ambrose and Corbin. Made up for their stinker at WrestleMania. Hashtag tweet the table. And at B underscore double underscore D says, sucks the IC title match was on the pre-show. But then again, Dean ain't really done shit with that title. Not surprised. Hashtag tweet the table. I... Oh, look at that. What was that? That was my was computer. It... Oh, that scared me. I was like, what right. the hell was that? I thought yep. I was losing my mind. Yep, I normally have that channel turned down. <laughs> I, so I think Dean Ambrose has the same issue that Mick Foley had, right? Because you think back on Mick Foley. He had some good promos. And in ECW, he had some amazing ones. But I'm talking WWE, WWF, whatever you want to call yeah, it, right? Right. No promo other than his three phases of Foley really stands out. And then the the This Is Your Life really wasn't a promo. That was a skit. But I'm saying, so he didn't really have a great promo, right? You would mm -hmm. agree on that, right? I agree. And his normal matches were never really five-star. Exactly. But... And look at Sunday night and Tuesday night. And Mick Foley did this a lot too. Regular match, it's passable. It's good. There's nothing wrong with it. But just like everyone said, it's ho-hum. Okay. You give him a street fight and it's the match of the weekend. It's, oh my God, look at all the cool stuff he could do. You put that street fight on WrestleMania and you move, I don't know, a match you could move up to the pre-show. But let's just say... Uh, Kevin Owens and Jericho. The, the, you Neville, would, just, the Neville Austin Aries match. Well, that was on the pre-show. I'm saying oh, that was on the pre-show. That's right. Yeah. So let's just hypothetically say that you moved Jericho and Owens to the pre-show, and you moved sure. Ambrose and Corbin's street fight to WrestleMania, and that's a memorable fucking WrestleMania moment for him because yep. he kills it in those matches. Yes. So it's like the Mick Foley thing. It's where he needs the fun stuff to be awesome. I agree with that. At Blue Kazoo 512 says, where's Lillian to sing America the Beautiful? Hashtag tweet the table. Yeah, and I Googled the girl because when I don't know someone, I don't just ask who online. I actually do my research. Um, so, That's a journalism degree at work. Well, it's just, you know, common sense. We have Google. We live in this age of Google. There, you should never ask who anyone is anymore. I have. Anyhow. A device in my hand. It's capable of accessing all the information ever known to mankind. 
I use it to look at pictures of cats and get in fights with strangers. Right. Hey, right. you can use it however you want. Right. Don't ask who when you have it in your hand. Right. Anyhow. Right. So I, I, when I looked up this girl, I was thinking, I don't know. That's kind of a swing and a miss. And she just, you got to prep the girl, right? So after she sang the song, which she did amazing, right? And and the, the, the planes fly by and yay. That's when Lillian does her USA, USA. And this girl waved a couple times and didn't move her feet and didn't look around, only, you know, pacing her eyes amongst the crowd. That's because those people are nervous. Right. But that's what I'm saying. Lillian works the ring. She starts a USA chant. They left about 15 seconds of a do something girl. And the girl said, but I sang. Yeah. You know, and so it's like you either got to prep them yep. or put Lillian in because Lillian kills that every single time. Every single time. 60% of the time she kills it every, every single time. time. At WIR Cata says, I crack jokes about the ultimate thrill ride, but this opening video package is awesome. Hashtag tweet the table. And at Theo75 says, if WrestleMania is the ultimate thrill ride, WWE superstars should arrive to the ring via a thrill ride. Hashtag tweet the table. If they came in on some kind of like cart, and it, <laughs> that would be a little stupid. If they came in on some like roller coaster cart. Well, if you just give them the WrestleMania 3 cart, but then instead of the ring, you make it a ride around them. There right. you go. Yeah. It would have sped up the fucking process. It would have. Um, the opening video package was good. But that's what they do. They've always been the best in the game at that. They've always stayed at the forefront of that kind of stuff. Those like yeah, you know what I mean? but the only thing is like stop calling it the ultimate thrill ride. Stop it. No yeah, one else is saying that. You're well, only saying that. So they're theming the WrestleManias. They're they're trying to get away from calling it the WrestleMania number outside of the big ones, and then having like a theme, and that's for advertising purposes. And you know what I mean? That's what they're gonna do. But that's yep. what I think about that. Mm-hmm. This one's a big one. Here we got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine people chiming in on this one. Captain can count to nine. I you just can count to nine. At Kitty first. Lady. Shane and Styles opening WrestleMania. I'm cool with it. Hashtag tweet the table. At bartender underscore all WC says WrestleMania. Why does Shane keep jumping off things? It's got to be the shoes. Hashtag tweet the table. At the Joe Mac says Shane is the drizzling shit. Such a waste of AJ Styles. Hashtag tweet the table. That's the first time Joe Mac is uh, tweeted the table, I think. Uh, he did a couple years ago. He right. was a guest, remember? Yeah, he was a guest. At the L75, says, former owner of Central States Wrestling, by the way, which was a big, yeah, big, yeah. big organization here. Him and the, Samoa Joe are good friends. Mm-hmm. At the L75, says, AJ Styles versus Shane McMahon really has me on the edge of my seat. Hashtag tweet the table. At B underscore double underscore D says, good damn. That was pretty decent shooting star by Shane. Hashtag tweet the table. Uh, Oh, that shooting star. Uh, knowing that you're going to not land, like that you're going to miss that. Like that's just, it's like a belly flop taking a shooting star press that you know the person's moving out of the way after the big bump he had already just taken. Oh, that was a great match. At Chris Mercado 32 says, Shane McMahon at 47 years old can still hit the old coast to coast. That's pretty phenomenal. Hashtag tweet the table. At Blue Kazoo 512 says, Shane always earns my respect in any match he's done, even if he didn't win. Well done. Hashtag tweet the table. At WIRCata says, Shane kicking out of a Styles Clash? Really? 
Other than that, it was a decent match. Glad AJ got the win. Hashtag tweet the table. And at Hallmark of Swede says, hashtag tweet the table. If you didn't enjoy the AJ Styles Shane McMahon match, my friend, you don't like wrestling. Uh, yeah. Second that. That yeah. is great. And it makes sense in this in this aspect of uh Shane surviving as long as he did against AJ Styles. Let's suspend our disbelief, right? Yep. Well, AJ Styles competes, you know, four times a week and is going up against the world's best athletes night in, night out, right? Yep. Shane hasn't wrestled in a year, so his body is rested. He's training full time for one specific moment. So if you're suspending your disbelief, you would think that one guy training for one specific moment for, you know, one year is going to be well rested and have his move set ready and scouted in comparison to a guy that's like mm-hmm. going through everything every night, everything, right. and then he has to go. So if you're, if we're saying this is real, that's why I think he lasted as long as he did. Kicking out of the Styles Clash, I did think it was a little stupid, but I love that match. I thought it was the match of the night. Personally, that was my favorite match of the night. Anybody that ever had the chance to train alongside Pete Gass can go. His punches actually weren't horrible either. He cleaned them up. Did you notice that? Pete Gass. They... Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm saying <laughs> Yeah, no, I know. <laughs> I know. Uh, yeah, no, I did. I noticed that his, his punches were not the standard Shane McMahon uh, rabbit T-Rex. Punches, yeah, the, stupid the, stuff. Yeah, the yeah. rabbit punches, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, those were, those were not as bad. We'll give it that. At Katie First. Lady. Says, honestly can't. Uh, wait. Yeah, honestly can't wait for Edge and Christian's show season two. Hashtag tweet the table. Yeah, that's going to be fun. It's going to be super fun. It was a great show. I love that show. At Hallmark of Swede says, hashtag tweet the table. Lawler is starting to sound old. And at Theo75 says, about time Jerry Lawler wears a suit instead of his regular douchey shirts trying to look slash act young. Hashtag tweet the table. Woo. Spitting fire. Yeah, Lawler yeah. starting to sound old. I mean, he has old. those great one-liners. He should work with someone. Like they should say, yes. "Hey, you're gonna take Byron, and you're gonna give him the dumbest one-liners you come up with." The he's so short you can see his feet in his driver's license picture. You know, the he's so strong he eats steak with a spoon. You don't even that need to do that. Give him the book. He said in a in a podcast that he picked up a book of a thousand and one insults and just would read it. And just so he would just know a bunch of insults. Go find a recent copy of that book and give it to Byron. But then work with him on like, hey, here's how to, you know what I mean, have a personality. That's what he got to go with it. Odd. Byron's got nothing. I, I mean, he's got a personality, but. No, I love Byron. I love that legitimately everyone shits on this guy. And he just is like, hey, man. like he's Hey, come on. Of- yeah. Right. Yeah. He's the dork that you put in the locker. And then he's like, hey, man, uh, next time, can you get me like a bigger locker? Because that was a little snug. You know where you know where it works out really well is we do this for a couple years. Right. And everybody's just shitting on him. And he's the nerd. Right. Uh, he needs to steal somebody's girl in like the smoothest fashion a couple years down the road and turn heel. You know, what I mean, like and just be like all of a sudden just now I don't know if he can pull this off. But just switch it up, no. right? Like have it have been a ruse the whole time. Although everyone always says about like the the women say how attractive he is. Like yeah. underneath oh, that yeah, suit, he has an 
eight pack abs right. and all that stuff. I think it would be cool for like one night, the slammies, if they ever did the slammies or whatever. And they brought him out and everyone was like, God damn, look at this guy. You know what yeah, I mean? And then yeah. just bring it back to what a dork, you what know, like nerd. If you brought him out to, yeah. If you brought him out to like present an award and for some reason, you know, uh, his clothes gets caught on the presenting table and his shirt comes off and there it is. He's, uh-huh. you know, eight pack abs, muscles on top of muscles. Got a 10 and pack. Like Sasha, right. Yeah, and Sasha Banks presenting with him and she looks at him and she's like, oh my God, do you see this guy? Yeah, like, Sexual chocolate in the room. flesh. But then like Kevin Owens is like, like gets the award and then like, Hey, put a shirt on, nerd. Yeah, put a shirt on who there. Who presents a yeah? Who puts a who gives well, Byron an award Sexton, a shirt on? Let's move it on. <laughs> right, yeah. Right. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He's like, who who gives an award and not wear a shirt? Yeah. What a dork! And then Sasha laughs with Kevin Owens, and then like Byron's like, okay, guess we'll put a shirt on, you know. Then hides his nipples. <laughs> right, but like you present him yes. as like this. Oh my god! And then that's it. Yeah, that's it. That yeah, just little hints at it. That's fun. Right, yeah. Seven people chime in on this one. At Katie First Lady says, oh, lady. oh, that's your spot. Says, we've officially seen the retirement of Ric Flair and The Undertaker at the same stadium. Unbelievable. Hashtag tweet the table. At The Ultimate One says, my wife was legit concerned for The Undertaker's health. She might be a mark by this time next year. Hashtag tweet the table. My wife was legit concerned for his health. At Chris Mercado 32 says, that was not fun to watch. Undertaker looked very defeated all throughout. Nonetheless, Thank you, Taker. Hashtag tweet the table. At Theo75 says, Thank you, Undertaker. You went out like a legend by putting over rising talent. Hashtag tweet the table. At Lady Undertaker says, Is Taker retired? If so, thank you, dead man. You're awesome and will always be, or, and always will be. Next, Hall of Fame. Hashtag tweet the table. At bartender underscore all WC, the real end of an era. Hashtag tweet the table. And at Hallmark of Sweets says, hashtag tweet the table, all respect to The Undertaker. But I hope that was his last match. His performance was horrible. I hope it was Triple H's too. I'm tired of the, is Triple H going to just take over the spot of, hey, we have one guy every year, and now it's Triple H. Like, now Undertaker's done, and we obviously yep. knew that he was done a few years ago. But now is that just turning into Triple H, except for Triple H loses? Like, I don't want to see next year Triple H versus Dean Ambrose. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, can both of you guys, do, can we just have uh, new talent? Like, no, I don't want to sound like no. cataclysmic, but like, can we just say part timers move the fuck no, on? You're going to see that triple H thing. You'll probably see Brock Lesnar do it. Uh, well, but Brock's a freak fucking athlete. Sure. Who, now this year you can't say it triple was his H fault isn't because unfreakish well, himself. No, Triple H is a freak athlete, but he doesn't do freak athlete things, right? They just lift. Like, yeah, he looks amazing. But even this year, his entrance was stupid. He wore, he drove a tricycle down to the ring. <laughs> yeah, he did. He drove, he drove a tricycle to the ring and for some reason needed cop escorts. Why? Did anyone else get stopped walking down that ramp? Why would you need a cop escort? Is that the best use of our tax dollars? That was the dumbest entrance of all time yeah. for him. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so I'm, yeah, Triple H, get out of here. Unless you're going to do freak fucking thing, freak athlete things like Brock Lesnar. You better throw a motherfucker across the ring or do a, you know, you know what coast, Triple H like Shane. does better in that role is the buildup. Like yeah. he's, he builds 
up the, to the Mania match in the months upcoming or the weeks upcoming way better than, say, like The Undertaker did. Oh, my God, yes. So much better. Light yeah, years. Especially in the last couple of years. Yeah. So I love that aspect, but... But he should be I, managing I mean, somebody for the match, like or leading them because he's the authority figure and that's his chosen... Right, right. but right. I'm just... I'm over Triple H just... Yep. Because yep. the last Triple H match that I was intrigued with was the Sting one, and that was just because it turned out to be NWO versus DX, sure. which was, you know, fun. But as far as whoever said end of an era, let's make it all in an end of an era. You know, let's yeah. get rid of triple H. Let's get rid of Goldberg. Let's get rid of taker Lesnar. Well, but, and they years. were, but they were even trying to get Shawn Michaels to wrestle AJ Styles. So all the people in the end of an era match could have still potentially wrestled at this damn WrestleMania. Right. And it's like, stop. That it, wasn't man. an end of an era then. Yeah. Like that's the one part where I agree with Kata. Cause I give him a lot of shit cause it's fun, but Invest in your who you're in. You know, invest in who it is. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Uh, three, three, three of the four final wrestlers were from the Attitude Era. Yeah. Undertaker, Goldberg, and, uh, well, I guess Ruthless Aggression and Brock Lesnar. Yeah. But still, yeah. I mean, he wasn't far off from the Attitude Era. Four people on this one at Theo75 says, It's time for KO Mania 2 versus Chris Jericho for the U.S title this is going to be beyond brutal hashtag tweet the table at katie first lady says there's a giant list of jericho at wrestlemania yes hashtag tweet the table at blue kazoo 512 says chris jericho scarf so much better than the jacket man hashtag tweet the table <laughs> and at b underscore double underscore d says okay i'm going on ebay gotta get me a light up scarf Hashtag tweet the table. Nice touch by Jericho. Yeah. Uh, one person that I think people are forgetting about who also had their last match, by the way, uh, Big Show. That was his last match as well. It was? Yep. What? Yeah, he, said he said WrestleMania 33 was going to be his last match. It was supposed to be against Shaq, but then he just ended up doing the uh, Battle Royal. And he and put he, over Braun Strowman. And he's Braun like, Strowman like yeah, I'm retired. I'm done. Yeah, he's done. Okay, so here's the quandary, right? Next year's Hall of Fame, Undertaker has to go, right? Well, why? No, it can wait. A... You don't think uh, you made Edge a first ballot Hall of Famer? You're not going to make the Undertaker well, a first ballot Hall of Famer? A... Yes, you can, but you don't have to. What you if don't we... have to, but don't you think it's going to? Unfortunately, yes. But what I'm saying is in two years, what if they go back to Houston? Wouldn't it be better if it was in Houston, his home state? Yeah. Um, so you would not do it with the big show then? I mean, yeah, but I wouldn't make him a headliner. So, but now you've got two first ballot Hall of Fames on the same one. And yeah, big show could headline any other Hall of Fame. No, I you don't think, think so. No, I don't think he's a headliner. The big show? No. No. The no. big show? No. One of the longest careers there for that company. Great. Multiple cool. titles. Yeah. Multiple storylines. I don't think he's like, hey, like, okay, so hold on. You're going to say, let's hypothetically say we wait on Undertaker, right? Uh -huh. We do next year's WrestleMania, and they introduce all of these people. Let's just say it's British Bulldog, Owen Hart, because they got to add some dead uh -huh. people in there. Yeah. Uh, then it's Eve Torres, because yep. you got to have a woman. Right. Yeah. 
And then the last person you're going to say, well, it's the big show. Yeah. He's one no. of the most. Okay, now hold on now. Uh, they want to sell DVDs around it. You got a shit ton of material for that. No one buys DVDs anymore. But well, I get no, but yeah. Yeah, 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 they've yeah, got yeah. that. Uh, yeah. He's one of the most. Uh, he's one of the biggest personalities behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. Uh, back there so he's gonna have all the stories for days his speeches is gonna be amazing whoever inducts him is gonna have great stories uh he absolutely fits what you want in a headliner i think he fits more of the secondary rick rude role i don't think he's a headliner because he's no he was never the guy kurt angle was the guy for a couple okay years. but uh, i mean has every headliner been uh the guy had to been yeah i think so that's what makes him a headliner uh, let's go through the uh, yeah. Uh, we don't have the list in front of us. Uh, he's he's definitely in the conversation. I feel like I he's yeah. Thought. But what I'm saying is he's a great number two. At Katie first lady. Or no, excuse me. Let's let's do one more. At Mister Fourth Row says I'm really liking the Snickers commercial. Hashtag hungry. Hashtag tweet the table. I can go for a Snickers right now. I like them all. They're always funny. Five people chime in on this one. At Katie first lady. So far, Sasha Banks has the smartest entrance at WrestleMania. Hashtag tweet the table. At Lady Undertaker says, Sasha's entrance reminded me of Taker's entrance at SummerSlam 91. Hashtag tweet the table. At Hallmark of Swede says, hashtag tweet the table. Is Sasha Banks straight up wearing a wig? That hair looks more fake than Nikki's boobs. At WIRCata says, (laughs) Charlotte is a legit queen. Hashtag tweet the table. And at B underscore double underscore. D says, Naya eliminated it. Now we can have the match that was supposed to happen. Hashtag tweet the table. Yeah, but she made to look strong. She gets a paycheck. Everyone gets a participation award. This isn't no longer. This is no longer the the show that shows the best. It's the show that shows all. Everybody, right? Yep. That's why it was seven hours. Yep. No exaggeration. Yeah, because it's about let's let's put everything we have out there, and we'll you know what I mean. It'll be the biggest event of the year. This is everything we got. I legitimately, by the time you got to Goldberg Lesnar, I forgot about Kevin Owens and Jericho. I'm yeah. not kidding you. I right. was like, is that match next? And then I was watching it with my friend Matt. Matt was like, we already saw that match. I was like, oh, yeah, shit. Yeah. Because that was four hours much. ago. It's too much. At Hallmark of Swede says, hashtag tweet the table. Hey, T-Mac. What up? How's your workouts going? What are your personal bests? The what? I mean, uh, they're not going as great as they used to. But I am getting stronger. Okay. What's my personal best at what? What do you want to know? Ask me. I don't know. My, I don't know. Ask me next time. I don't know. I don't know. That's a that's a broad question. That's so. What are some of the more standard ones people want to ask when they when they are workout CrossFit guys like like you in the Hallmark? Oh, the 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 weight training. I was thinking it was like the MMA stuff because I was like, I don't know how you quantify that. Um. My weight training is good. My bench press is 215. Uh, my squat is not good because I have a torn meniscus. So it's at 175. I used to squat 300, but it's yeah. at 175 pounds now because I can't bend my knee. It sucks. Yeah, you need surgery. Uh, yeah, I, but I don't want to do it because uh, doctors tell me not to. Ha! Huh? They did. Two of them told me not to get a surgery. How about that? Suck it easy. Um, Suck it easy, fuck face. My power clean is uh, 190. I don't know. Okay. Uh, my Those are – ask me next time. I don't know. 
What's yeah. your running jerk? <laughs> well, so I so I locked the door. <laughs> right. Well, light some candles. Depends. <laughs> yeah. depends. At Kitty first. Is anyone coming over? Yeah. At Kitty first. <laughs> Lady. Does bummer know Howard Finkel introducing the Hall of Famers? Hashtag tweet the table. That was the first one he ever missed. What the hell? Yeah, He's not know. dead. Yeah, I don't know. Eight people chime in on the next one. At Lady Undertaker says, holy crap, the Hardys at WrestleMania are new Raw Tag Champs. Team Extreme is back. Hashtag tweet the table. At Katie first. Lady. Says the day of new just brought back the Hardys. Hashtag tweet the table. At B underscore double underscore. D. Says, I'm not sure Vince realized we didn't necessarily want the Hardys. We wanted Broken Matt and Brother Nero. Hashtag tweet the table. At bartender underscore all WC says, that is why we watch WrestleMania. Hashtag tweet the table. At Hallmark of Swede says, hashtag tweet the table. Did the Hardys steal Enzo and Cass's tag team championships? At Chris Mercado 32 says, Brother Nero and Broken Matt are Raw Tag Team Champions. This means they really are the greatest team in all of space and time. Hashtag tweet the table. At Theo75 says, I wonder if we're going to see. I wonder if we're going to see. No, yes. don't play it. Yes, oh, I don't have it up here. Willow. <laughs> Where is it? I don't have it. Yeah. Are we going to see Willow? On Raw after Mania, no. hashtag tweet the All table, right. hashtag Cornette face. At WIRCata says, well, Matt did bring up the expedition of gold, but thank God they're for the most part back to normal and talking properly. Hashtag tweet the table. No, I, th- I think he's leaving it just enough so that once they clear the legal issues with impact, they can turn it on a dime and go to that. I hope that's soon because I already am tired of old Hardy's. Like when they were talking backstage in their trailer, like, hey, what do you guys expect tonight? And they were just talking like how the Hardys used to talk. Yeah. I was like, God, you fucking old EDM, you know, rave <laughs> bastards. They're like, what? oh, man. Let's go put is... on the Prodigy and fucking, you know, wear a gas mask and Jinkos. Shit. With a reflective belt. Yeah. Oh, and God, chains. Chains connecting all the pockets. <laughs> yeah i hope i what my they're the tag champs so this sucks but what i would have hoped for is that enzo and I, actually this is what i wanted i wanted once they the bullet or once the hardys came out right, right. i wanted the bullet club pew, to pew. retain i want the yeah pew, rubber pew, band pew, club pew, pew, pew. to retain because they're a tag team right and then I want the draft to split up the Hardys so that Jeff can be. So they get that. They get their and then EDM you get guy. Broken Matt Hardy on the other show. Right. So you can get the best and of both worlds. You get both of them on both shows. Yeah. You get you some get of the, the both. Best. Yeah. You get some of the both. Some of the both. All right. At. And I wanted Enzo to I wanted Enzo to be the big name on 205 Live. They should have done that. Should they should have just pulled the trigger and be like, uh, your new number one contender, Neville, says you're soft. Yeah. And then Enzo walks out. Yeah, has only your new number one contender coincidentally only has one word to describe you, and he's right. gonna and spell then, it out for you. And then he just uh, runs out. Yeah. Yeah. Because you don't need to break them up to have like you know, big cast give a big boot to Enzo, but you can't have them kind of go their own yeah, way. They just do their own thing, man. Because like, they're Carmella not going to hate on each still... other because they're not haters. Right. 
because like Carmella is still the Staten Island queen, right. which is the end zone cast thing. Yep. But she's not saying like end zone right. cast, you guys are pieces of shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they're never gonna be battling for the same prizes. So right. there's no reason for them to you know, Enzo's barring major, you know, just major drawing to the fans all of a sudden, uh, even, you know, I mean, to himself specifically, Enzo's never going to be our world champion, right? Or right. challenging for it, even. So there's no real reason. And, and Cass is never going to be below, if he's getting any title, he'll never be below a mid card one. You know what I mean? Right. Like, he's not going to be this tag team guy after they go their own ways. He's not going to be cruiserweight, obviously. He's not going to be whatever random incarnation of the UK or the European title that they try to throw out now. You know, like he's just not in the cards for a seven foot tall guy. So, yeah, I think you just split them up. They don't hate on each other. They're not, you know, fighting each other because they're, they're not haters. Right. Right. We're not haters. Yes. Adam Ironcata says Mustafa Ali is basically a Middle Eastern Seth Rollins. They even have similar ring gear. Hashtag tweet the table. That guy was so good. That I was so impressed with him on uh, Raw. Six people on this one. At Hallmark of Swede says, hashtag tweet the table. Am I the only one rooting for the Miz and Maurice? At Lady Undertaker says, oh, how sweet. Cena proposed. Congrats. Nice rock. Hashtag tweet the table. At Chris Mercado 32 says, so did John have that rock in his pockets the entire match? Hashtag tweet the table. At Katie first. Lady. Says, now if the wedding is at SummerSlam and Jake the Snake shows up, I'll enjoy it. Hashtag tweet the table. <laughs> at B underscore double underscore. Dude. says holy crap what a rock Cena gave Nikki thank god my wife doesn't watch wrestling don't need her seeing that shit hashtag tweet the table and at Theo75 says congrats to John Cena and the Bella twins <laughs> or at, at Nikki Bella for their engagement I wonder how many pages is in the prenup slash John Cena rules contract hashtag tweet the table probably a lot are we getting into this because yep. I have a major gripe about this okay all right okay Two things, and this is more of a general comment. Then I'll get to specifically why I didn't like the proposal. One, I hate PDA and I hate proposals of any kind. At basketball games, football games, baseball games, it's all stupid. You self-involved shit that make you stop what I'm enjoying so that I can be involved in your relationship that I don't give two shits about. Now, in this case, they have a season about it called Total Divas and then Total Bellas. I get it. So my gripe with that is is kind of petty and uh, centrally focused on me because I hate proposals. I hate them. I hate them. I hate them. Stop like at basketball games, the game. So you can go, will you marry me? I don't know who you two are. I don't like you two. I don't care about your love. You're just being self-involved and want everyone to be so happy for you. Fuck you. How about that? Yeah. Now two. Yeah. Now two. I hate it. I've always hated that yeah. since I was a kid. I, I, see that. I was I like, totally this understand. feels like, why do I, who are you? Who are you? Is your name Jessica? Are you cheating on each other? We don't know because now we have to stop our basketball game or our baseball game to watch you shits gush over each other. Go yeah, fuck. And yourself. I want to see somebody say no. Well, and those are always staged. It's never real. It's always like two staged actors and they're like, oh, let's go viral. It's like, no, that's fucking fake too. And again, you're taking away from what I paid for. I want to see a baseball game or a basketball game or a football game. Now that's again, petty, self-involved. I just hate that. Yep. I get it, though, because, again, they have total divas, total bounce. Wow. Now, here is what my gripe is, mainly with that proposal. John Cena, you you shit. 
You asked a woman who was going into surgery who didn't even know that she was being asked a question because when you ask someone in that state of mind, they will give you an honest answer. So you chicken shit, you asked her when she knows, when you know she wouldn't remember and you know you would get an honest answer so that if she she said no for whatever reason, you never had to ask. Right. Right? Yeah. You asked a comatose woman if she would marry you. And then hit it from her on what you asked. You fucking weirdo. Yeah. He's you a weirdo. Jorts wear, you George wearing listen, too big of teeth in your mouth. Weird fucking guy. I think what we may are have, you doing? We That's, may have talked wow. about this before. When you're on a level of fame like a John Cena is, right? You're like at the absolute top of what you're doing. It's like Tom Cruise in the acting world, right? Where even the, the top most famous people in your field – still mark out for you right like when you're that famous right Mm -hmm. you're weird because nobody's ever telling you you're not weird nobody's ever telling you to shut up nobody's ever telling you you're uninteresting uh but you are a lot of those things everybody is in some way and sometimes and that's how you buffer not being crazy because you go oh shit everybody fucking acted weird when i said that i better not say that again so but like, do you understand what I'm saying? He yes, admitted no, in know. front of the world and 76,000 people yes. or however many people were there, hey, I asked you when you were basically in a coma uh, if you would marry me, and you said yes, so now I have the confidence to ask you yeah. now. Yeah, because he's a weirdo and he thinks that's a cute story. It's creepy. That's fucking <laughs> weird and creepy. Now, also, uh, my wife is an avid watcher of Total Bellas and Total Divas. Right, total uh, everything. Thinks that was 100% staged and that Nikki knew the whole time. Of course. Which, She's not that good of an actress. She didn't even right. cry or anything. Exactly. Yeah, that was a million percent staged. 100% staged. Uh, so now, all of it, so watching it, it was just like, eh. Now, you know I mean? watched I like, an interview they did with uh, the Today Show the next morning, and John Cena, like, they're like, who knew? And John Cena was like, when you do a production this big, some people have to know. So there were people who knew, but she didn't. And they're like, did your family? And they're like, no. And I was like, bullshit. Yeah, there's no bullshit. way. Bullshit. Bullshit. Yeah, there's no way because there's you don't go, hey, uh, I'm sure he was making sure everybody's going to be there. Hey, you going to be there? You going to be there? You going to be there? I'm sure that all of them don't all make every WrestleMania, right? It's well, expensive. he said his mom never did, and that was the first time she ever made it. Right. So, you know, even if he didn't tell those people, they get something's going on. Right, like you know what I mean. People well, understand. Well, the mom's showing up. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. If right. the mom who's never been so, there. Yeah. Shows so even up. if Nikki Bella didn't know, I'm sure she understood what was happening based on everything that was going around. Women are very conscientious of everything going on around them, right? You know what I mean? Like they very no- they notice a lot of things happening and everybody's minute actions, and they're judging them based on what does that mean, right? That's very typical of women. She knew what was happening, so it was just kind of awkward sitting there going, eh. Great, guys. Well, Thanks for acting out your proposal for us. Yeah, Thanks. it was a total acting out proposal because even if, let's say she didn't know, why would she just stay in the ring after well, the match and that then, long? And then again, if we're going to suspend our disbelief, John Cena, what were you going to do if you lost? Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck were you going to do? And then what were you going to do with that ring? And then when was the next time you were going to be like, okay, <laughs> like, I don't, what if she, but what if you still won, but she busted her face up and she's bleeding out the nose you gonna propose then john cena 
Like, <laughs> what are you doing? I never said it's. I think it's it's. You're not giving respect to the person you're proposing to when you do these pop in front of thousands of people proposals because what if there is something that they want to think about? What if there is something you're putting them on the spot to not look like an asshole mm-hmm. and go, can we talk about this? You know, like you're being a really bad person when you're putting somebody on the spot like that, that may not be ready for that. Now in this Stupid. case, in this case, I'm pretty sure we knew Nikki Bella wanted the proposal, so right. maybe that's a moot point. Uh, seven people chiming on this one at the ultimate one says, "Man, that was a good match. I'm always surprised that Triple H at his age can still go." Hashtag tweet the table at Chris Mercado 32 says a police escort to the fucking ring. Triple H's entrances are always over the top. Hashtag tweet the table at Katie first. A lady says surprise no Samoa Joe involvement in this match. Hashtag tweet the table. At Lady Undertaker says, wow, Triple H copying Taker for his entrance at WrestleMania. Is he the new American badass? Hashtag tweet the table. No, because it was a tricycle. At Theo75 says, how funny. Old leather with implants wearing leather. Hashtag tweet the table. Hashtag Cornette face. At the Rebel Trucker says, I bet. Or he says, hashtag tweet the table. I bet Theo marked out so hard he jizzed himself when Stephanie went through that table. And at B underscore double underscore. D. says Triple H comes out looking like Satan's bodyguard and Seth Rollins looks like a Power Ranger dressed as a banana Laffy Taffy. Hashtag tweet the table. <laughs> oh, that was good. Yeah. A Power Ranger dressed as a banana Laffy Taffy. Yeah. And and then so he touches fire to the to the ramp and then fake fire comes down. You don't even have real fire. Yeah, you can't you set up some real fire. Real fire. We've like, seen you do Inferno matches. You can't I know you got money. Fire. You built an 80-fucking-yard ramp. Can't get some yeah. fire on it? <laughs> yeah. You know. Did All you I want is the, sharks uh, with freaking laser beams the, uh, attached to their heads. What? Did you hear that the real uh, stage caught on fire at the end of the show? No. <laughs> Undertaker's fire caught fire to the stage. Jesus Christ. Yeah. WWE. Double double E. Four people chime in on this one at WIR Canada says, God, this is fucking brutal. Live performances at WrestleMania only work if it's the national anthem or the start of someone's entrance. Hashtag tweet the table. At Theo75 says, Florida on my flat screen? Time for a bathroom break. Hashtag tweet the table. Hashtag cornet face. At B underscore double underscore. Deep. Says, oh, thank God for shitbowl. I got to pee so bad. Hashtag tweet the table. And at the ultimate one says, okay. During Naomi's entrance would have been a perfect time for Pitbull and Flowrider to come out. Hashtag tweet the table. And I think he's right. And Kata was right, too. They work when they're the beginning of someone's entrance. So if mm-hmm. she had Flowrider and and Shitbull, she had Shitbull in Florida uh, doing a cover for her, that works out great. Right? She well, slaps hands. Like Wrestle- you know? Just like at WrestleMania 28 when – Florida and Machine Gun Kelly did the song for The Rock and John Cena. Yep. That's how it works. Yep. Florida. But in this case, yeah, in this case, it was the bathroom break. Even though the women's match begged to be on the show, I guess what they got used as, the bathroom break mm. in between the two big matches. So way to go. Great job on that hashtag. Um, <sighs> and so uh, it made sense for that to like, Hey, we need a break. And for those people that liked it, whatever Pitbull, 
He's nice. I did. I worked a concert of his. That was my first event at Memorial Hall. Super nice guy. Really down to earth. Easy to talk to. His music's not good. No, it's not. At bartender underscore all W C. Bigger pop. Return of Finn Balor on Raw or Nakamura shows up on SmackDown. I vote Nakamura. Hashtag tweet the table. I think you're right. I think you're right too. Three right? people. Yeah, I think so. At three people chime in on this one. At WIR Cata says, "Oh, thank God Teddy isn't the Raw GM." Beautiful tease there. WWE hashtag tweet the table. At Lady Undertaker says, "Love Teddy Long's red tux at the Hall of Fame." Beautiful hashtag tweet the table. And at B underscore double underscore D says. How can I contract dead? How can I contract dancing Teddy Long for my next event? Hashtag tweet table. First of all, I thought his speech was one of the best of the night. It was yeah. one of the funnest, right? Yeah. Um, Although Beth Phoenix with the Tony Chimmel coming oh, out, yeah. saying they rated R superstar. Um, Rick Rude's son was a great one, uh, and we'll get and more into the Hall of Fame. Looks later. like a superstar. Yeah, Don't and we'll he? get we'll get more into that Hall of Fame stuff. Uh, but okay. Teddy Long, uh, first of all. Um, <laughs> JBL and and Ron Simmons shitting on him for being cheap was so fun. <laughs> like they were just like, we're never get any of that back. He's like, not a dime. <laughs> and then he even was like, I found a way to make them pay for it. <laughs> so fun, great. And yes, I love that. It was perfect. Like here's the GM and he comes out and dancing. He's like, hey, 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 stop. It's not well, you. And it's- it's fair for him to think that he would be the GM because he was the newest inductee right. into the 2017 uh, Hall of Fame, and yep. he was a general manager. You yep. know, so I loved it. Yeah, and then he's like, "My bad." <laughs> Pulled the R truth. My yeah, bad. Yeah, it was perfect. And then, I loved then it. danced without the music. He danced his way out. Yeah, he just danced no his way music. out to no music. Like, never mind. Play. I got it in my head. <laughs> Three people <laughs> chime in on this. Let's make that four people chime in on this one. Um, <clears throat> never mind. <laughs> I lost my place. <laughs> he did. He just danced on. All right. Actually, this one's got <laughs> a lot more. Check this shit out. Everyone was like, what are you doing? It's like I'm dancing. <laughs> it's like, oh, there's no music, man. Yeah, no, check me out. Yeah, man. You know the beat. <laughs> Just, you don't need the music. You know the beat. You heard it. <laughs> like uh, he was on a broken pogo stick trying to fucking get <laughs> No one knew what he's doing. <laughs> I wonder how far he gets backstage still dancing. <laughs> Yeah, he's over in catering, filling up his plate, dancing. And you know they don't want to make him feel like bad, so then other people start dancing. Yeah, you're right. Feel okay. Yeah, like Heath Michael Slater. Starts yeah. doing his hands. Yeah, thing. Heath Slater starts bobbing his head. He's like, I guess we're dancing. <laughs> no music. <laughs> no music. Yeah, everybody's on a different beat. Eight people chime in on this one. Can our truth is over there, pelvic thrusting. <laughs> It becomes a fucking, uh, what was that one fucking craze where everybody would be standing still, then all of a sudden they'd dance with it some was crazy. Like a silent rave. Yeah, no, it was that, uh, god damn, what was that? It was a, it was a fucking, before like the ice bucket challenge, it was all the craze where everybody was going to do that dance. Oh, the Harlem Shake. The Harlem Shake. That's exactly what it busts into because Teddy Long's just back there dancing to no music. <laughs> 
<laughs> right? <laughs> All of a sudden, Mark Henry's back there in a bib. <laughs> belly slapping his way around. All right. Eight people chime in on this one. At WIR Cata says, whoa. I fucking love the maggots appearing in this Wyatt Orton match. Very cool and different. Hashtag tweet the table. At Theo75 says, Bray Wyatt's entrance is epic. Too bad it gets ruined by Randy Orton. Boring and lame intro. Time for a pizza break. Hashtag tweet the table. Go Bray! At Katie First. Lady. Says, maggots, worms, and cockroaches. Name something scarier than that. Hashtag tweet the table. AIDS. At BlueKazoo512 says, Orton Wyatt... (laughs) You're right. Scary. Scary. <laughs> Blue Kazoo 512 says Orton Wyatt match should have been first in matchups. No one seemed interested. Congrats to Randy, though. Hashtag tweet the table. At Lady Undertaker says, looks like Sister Abigail couldn't help Bray Wyatt keep the title. Hashtag tweet the table. At B underscore double underscore D says, Bray could have been the new Undertaker. Now he's just a fat guy in Hot Topic clothing that paid off a video guy in the truck. Hashtag tweet the table. At Mr. Fourthrow says, the video of the worms has me keeping an eye out for the boogeyman. He's coming to get you. Hashtag tweet the table. And at grapple underscore this says, what could have been an epic match was ruined with a 1990s PowerPoint presentation of bugs and a bad finish. Hashtag tweet the table. Yeah, it was so dumb. First off. That was dumb. Yeah, let's just say that that works and it freaks you out that you see a PowerPoint presentation of worms in the <laughs> right, ring, right? Not actual worms. Just like, Oh, it's a picture. And if you're in the ring, all you're seeing is a light. You can't see what we saw right. of the bugs. If right. you're in the ring, you don't see it. You just see a light shining in your face. Yeah. And, and even on the canvas, you're too close to, to see details. That's what I'm so saying. You, see, yeah. you don't see what is, so you're not even scared, but let's suspend our disbelief and act like you were scared. All the tricks do nothing. You still beat them. Yeah. Yeah. What was the point of the tricks? What was the point of the tricks? And on SmackDown, then he does his like to just run away. Yeah. How are we booking Bray Wyatt again this bad? You guys don't know what the fuck you're doing with a great guy. And you can't replicate this character. So you, you. You know, you can't have somebody come along and pull this gimmick off. Like, this is what he's doing. Is your only shot at creating this. Uh, You might. Alistair well, Black. Well, that's what they, I yeah, think. I, that's no. true there. Maybe they're maybe they're getting all the kinks out with Bray Wyatt, and then Alistair Black yeah. actually gets the run. It just seems weird they gave Randy Orton another title after giving it to Bray finally, and then just uh, I, I understand I, they're going to keep this going, but uh, yeah, and I guess if you're going to do that, your next pay per view is this House of Horror Horrors match, oh, geez. right? We'll talk more Which, about that hey, later too, right? Which, hey cool right a gimmick's fine we don't know what it is it's cool you could still have bray wyatt win at wrestlemania randy orton say hey you beat me you played the tricks but now i'm gonna play some tricks on you i challenge you to a house of horrors match it's in your backyard it's your type of match right right and then bray wyatt's like oh you son of a bitch you're gonna challenge me to my type of match you're on and then you still get the match with a better finish at wrestlemania and yeah. I think the crowd wasn't into it because that was at like four hours and 28 minutes that we were into the show. And you're like, hey, man, uh, I got to sleep soon because tomorrow is Monday morning. Yeah. And you're showing bugs. Four people chime in on this one. At grapple underscore this says, I truly hope Mickey James is part Indian. Otherwise, this just got real racist real fast. Hashtag tweet the table at B underscore double underscore D says, the fuck is Mickey wearing? 
she on bath salts? Hashtag tweet the table. At Katie first. Lady. Says very happy for Naomi. Hashtag second chance. Hashtag feel the glow. Hashtag tweet the table. And at the ultimate one says awesome Naomi wins the title at WrestleMania. Hopefully she can get a decent run out of this. Hashtag tweet the table. Uh, I think Mickey is Native American. Okay. And I thought the stupidest look of all of them was not Mickey James because I think, like I said, she is Native American. So it makes sense. Pay homage to your heritage, yada, yada, yada. But what the fuck was Becky Lynch doing with braids and then a, just a white line across her nose? I think there, and I think maybe this comes up later in Tweet the Table, uh, if I remember correctly, but there is some sort of comic book or some sort of character reference there that we don't understand. Oh, cool. Well, both look dumb, but if one's going to say, hey, I'm Native American, I want to show uh, my proud heritage here, yep. great. But if the other one just has a white mark on her face and dreads, what the hell? But, Naomi, back with the title. How weird yeah. is that? Okay, I'm not going to be able to make it to WrestleMania. Got to give it the title. Oh, hey, psych, I'm going to make it to WrestleMania, and I'm going to win the title at it. <laughs> like, just, well, reset. That should have been on the pre-show. She should have been a surprise. And then that gets you interested in, say, because, you know, everyone has their alerts on their phone, right? Yep. So if you say surprise entrant into the women's battle royal, uh, Naomi or whatever that match was called, Naomi wins SmackDown Women's Championship. You go, oh, shit. And there's one more match. It's an Intercontinental Championship match. That title could change hands, too. So now I'm going to tune into the pre-show. Right? Doesn't right. that make sense? God, you just and there's just so many things that this WrestleMania did that if they didn't make mistakes beforehand, this WrestleMania would have been fucking perfect. You know what I'm saying? You want to hear him? Yeah. No, you don't. Well, All right, I'm gonna tell you real quick. Uh, I'm gonna tell yeah. you real quick. Becky Lynch, or not Becky Lynch, Bailey should have won her first title at WrestleMania, and Charlotte should have lost her first pay-per-view match yes. at WrestleMania. Yeah. Undertaker should have been undefeated against Roman Reigns to end the streak and his career. Yep. And then Naomi goes on the pre-show as a surprise entrant and then wins the title. Boom. You have great moments that way. But nope, it's all. <sighs> and Bray Wyatt should have retained. Two people chime in on this one. At bartender underscore LWC. I agree that Bray Wyatt should have retained. At bartender underscore LWC says Vince looks fit and lean. Hashtag tweet the table. And at B underscore double underscore D says Vince pisses me off to my core however mr mcmahon is fucking awesome and i miss him hashtag tweet the table why does vince piss you off to your core it's not a lot of good things in your life core but yes mr mcmahon was just great he just was able to pull off that evil sleazy guy with power Right, that you can beat him. Yeah, but he's also showed you enough vulnerability where Stephanie does it to where when someone would come at him, he would get his stooges in the way or Triple H in the way, the corporation, the corporate ministry. You know what I mean? Like he showed vulnerability as a heel to be like, oh shit, I am in trouble. Where Stephanie just goes, what are you going to do? I'm a bitch. (laughs) And you're like, okay, well, that wasn't nice. And that's about it. Yeah, you have to have chinks in the armor that give people some hope that you're going to go down. Yeah, Stephanie just makes fun of people's entrance music, tells them off, and then does a -a Make-A-Wish video on her Twitter page, and everyone's (laughs) supposed to fucking like that. All right, ten people chime in on this one. I think this is our most most topics ever, or most people on one topic. 
at Katie First Lady says, Katie First Lady says, Reigns main eventing three years in a row now. Hashtag deal with it. Hashtag WrestleMania. Hashtag tweet the table. At WIRCATA says, perfect way to start Raw with Reigns after that never ending Undertaker chant. Hashtag tweet the table. At bartender underscore all WC says, from the moment Roman's music stopped till he speaks was five minutes, 30 seconds. That is 45 seconds longer than Goldberg versus Lesnar. Hashtag tweet the table. <laughs> At Lady Undertaker says, fellow Taker fans unite. Let's let Reigns know he sucks. Hashtag tweet the table. At Theo75 says, looks like it's Roman's yard now. Great match. Nine out of ten. Hashtag tweet the table. Ugh. At Hallmark of Swede says, hashtag tweet the table. After that reception, will they finally make Roman heal? At Chris Mercado 32 says, Roman Reigns is headlining his third straight WrestleMania to a crowd that wants to kill him. Hashtag tweet the table. At Blue Kazoo 512 says, the crowd's crazy tonight. PG rating doesn't exist today. Undertaker chose him to retire him, which is a major honor. Deal. Hashtag tweet the table. At B underscore double underscore D says, gotta admit, that was an awesome way to start Raw. Roman worked the fuck out of that crowd with just four words. Hashtag tweet the table. And at the ultimate one says, damn it, I was waiting for Roman Reigns to yell, my dungeon bitch. Hashtag tweet the table. What'd you think about it? Um, More heat than I think I've ever seen anybody get in one setting. I know they did that to Vicky Guerrero one time, but then it was becoming fun. This was, no, don't fucking talk. They chanted, go away, Adam. They chanted, fuck you, Roman. They chanted all kinds of shit. I remember it was starting. My son was in there like playing on his tablet, and I was like making dinner over here, doing a, kind of, you know what I mean? Half watching as everything's going on. And I remember coming back going, God damn, that's still going on? I was like, Jesus. Mm-hmm. And just... Oh, I thought it was amazing. If they could learn to capitalize this, and we had some ideas off air that we may or may not get into, but they've got to find a way to really hammer this home because he's getting more heat than I've ever seen anybody get at all. The closest I could think that something like this happened on WWE television. Now, you know, the Dudleys and ECW, that was a different story. You know, sure, they, they were started riots. Like, Hogan right. with the NWO in its first day. Well, was getting a lot of that, was, that was pretty incredible, and that was a yep. lot of hate, too. But the closest I could think of in recent memory was when John Cena did the ECW uh, match yeah. against Rob Van Dam, and they were like, Throwing well, the shirt back at him. I mean, yeah. that was a little bit smaller crowd. Well, and his heat intimate. with CM Punk at the Money in the Bank in Chicago. That was yeah, pretty that loud. was more of the hometown thing, which yeah. I got. But the ECW right. crowd was just like, fuck you, throwing the. Remember one guy wiped his ass with the shirt and then threw it back <laughs> yeah, at Cena? Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, yeah. and that's where the infamous if Cena wins, we riot sign came about, you know? Yeah. So that's what it made me think of. Now, I love. The original chance, the go away. Yeah. And when Vince came, what was the first thing they did when Roman Vince came out? Roman sucks. Roman sucks. And he's like, well, if that's what you think. like, yeah. But that's the perfect response of why we just need to be quiet. Because what Vince thinks is, well, if that's what you think, you're still talking and showing up. <laughs> yeah. But if, you, if, if Roman would have came out, this is how I would have done it if I could control that crowd. If you know, you do the thank you taker into Roman sucks. Then Roman's music hits, right? That's yeah. all perfect. But then chant, go away, go away. And then he's like still walking around. 
and then you just get silent. Oh uh, yeah, I tell you what, start making a pact with all your friends. When something comes on that you legitimately don't want to see, get up and walk to the concession stand. If the oh stadium my starts God. If they emptying got out, up, yeah, if they all oh. could have got up and walked out yes. to the concession area, they would have been right. like, oh shit, go to commercial, have them say the word, it's a garden or whatever, have them go. Right. Like, you know. All you got to do is go up to the concession area where the cameras aren't. You don't got to leave yep. the building. You can come back after they resolve, you know what I mean? But for a segment you don't like, just make it a trend now. Leave the stands. Just yeah. get up and fucking go. They'll yep. catch on quick. Now, I don't want them to. I feel like there is something they should need to tap in on in this. They need to make Roman. We, uh, my idea was, and you kind of worked out maybe even a better way around it is, uh, get him a manager. I suggested Heyman, Bill him as the man that killed the dead man, right? Like let him be cocky, just into it, right? Like fuck you, hate me. You know what I mean? Like you've got to play into it. And you suggested Eric Bischoff, uh, yeah, coming because out. Who hates? Who hates? As far as manager. Who do you hate more than Eric Bischoff? Yeah. And he he and Heyman could go back and forth with Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns being the match. You know what I yeah. mean? I would have Eric Bischoff because it would but, be left field. It would be, I never liked Undertaker. That's why I fired him from WCW. This is the man that's the future. I see talent. Don't you remember I ran WCW? And this guy is the best. Well, and here's the thing. Here's why they, and we've talked about this. Uh, if you legitimately don't like him and don't want to see him, you've got to shut up about him because uh, I'm seeing the same thing WWE's thinking. Our largest ever, most talked about tweet the table topic. Mm-hmm. Roman Reigns. It was Roman Reigns, and so Roman Reigns. Let's keep it going. Right. I I keep telling. I've said this a million times now on the podcast, and I know Cattle loves him, and I know other people hate him that listen to this show. Uh, I just don't care. Yeah, I'm with you. That's why I just like so many people. Like you just said, that was our biggest tweet the table subject we've ever had, right? Yep. But in my response, like I'm gonna forget that segment in three weeks. Yeah. You know why? Yeah. Because I forget everything that Roman Reigns does. Yeah, I feel the same way as you do. Like, I don't. I'm, I'm not like he's got to go, but I'm just kind of like I don't give a shit if he's here or not. Yeah, but yeah, if, I if see a lot says, more of him now. Now I'm more interested because I'm like, shit, look at the heat he's getting. You gotta find a way to use that. True. I would keep doing the same thing then if I were them. Yeah. Just keep him quiet and saying the same phrase, just like Paul Heyman kept saying he's the one in twenty one and yes. one. Just have Roman Reigns every single week until someone comes My out to now. call his ass out. Just says. This is my yard and walks out again. Yeah. Comes out again. And they've got to book yard. him winning everything nobody wants him to win. He's oh, got to win big have matches. Wrestle yet. I wouldn't have oh, you wouldn't even? The ne- nope. I would have him literally wrestle at the next pay per view. Whatever their so, first Raw. So he comes is. out. Now, the thing is, it falls flat if he comes out and the people aren't booing. As loud, at least. They will. You think so? They will. Well, their next pay per view is in three weeks. No, no, oh, you're not. You're saying not even come out and do that until the next pay per view. I'm saying each week. I'm saying yeah, so right. next week. Okay. He, so let's say the next week they're in uh, Omaha. Yep. And, next week. and let's say Omaha's a shitty crowd and they're just not responsive anyway. Up or down, they're just kind of like, ah, oh, great. And Roman comes out and they're like, ah, oh, Roman. Nah, no, it's still too fresh. 
Now, three months from now, yeah, that'll be stupid. But right now, no, they're still next week. They're still gonna kill them wherever they are you in think? America. All yeah, right. yeah. And so, I what would, would be your a, backup plan? Let's say he goes out there, and you've got to tell him, okay, if they don't respond, out. yeah, then you have then have out. then you have the guy that says, I'm gonna challenge you to a match. Right? You yeah, think you're this is your yard? You know, I'm gonna right. mow your grass. Yeah, I'm gonna. <laughs> <laughs> Think this is your yard? Well, I'm gonna mow your grass. What do you think about that? <laughs> mow his grass. Brain. Mow his grass. <laughs> People have grass signs in the crowd. All right. Yeah. <laughs> comes out on his uh, John Deere yeah, like he did on right. SmackDown. Yeah, the Mexicals come out. <laughs> At. <laughs> Four, or let's see, four or five, six people chime in on this one. B underscore double underscore D says phenomenal and surreal to have JR back on WrestleMania. Welcome back. Show them how it's done. Hashtag tweet the table at Theo75 says JR on commentary. This is what's best for business. Hashtag tweet the table at Lady Undertaker says was nice to see Jim Ross at WrestleMania. He's greatness. Hashtag tweet the table. At Blue Kazoo five twelve says it's great to see Jr. hearing his voice or hearing his voice brings back memories. Hashtag tweet the table at WIRCANA says so happy Jr. is back with WWE. Hashtag tweet the table. Hashtag Boomer Sooner. Sooner. Ugh. At Chris Mercado thirty two says Rain Spear Taker through what Jr. Oh that's right, he sent him through the Spanish announce table. Hashtag tweet the table. Ha ha ha. I didn't feel nothing. JR, I mean, we talked about this already in the news, so I don't feel like there's too much to say that we have. Yeah, like I said, I'm happy that he's still doing stuff, especially now with his passing of his wife to keep him busy and off the heartache of that. So hopefully you get him in there and get him doing something quick. At B underscore double underscore D says another year that Wrestle Kingdom beats WrestleMania, in my opinion. Hashtag tweet the table. What was Wrestle Kingdom this year? It was oh it. the Kenny Omega and Okada match. Mm, okay. that everyone got a hard on about that yeah, was pretty good. That true. was really good. It was really good. Right. Yeah, it was good. Hey, as far as now, if I show a wrestling fan who doesn't know WWE or New Japan just the two shows, I agree with you that New Japan's show, Wrestle Kingdom this year was better than WrestleMania. But still, I don't care. The best wrestling's at WWE. Yeah, it's uh, the best overall product. Is WWE the best but performance that show? Yeah, the be- show wise. If I just said, "Hey, Captain, watch these two shows," I think you would agree that Wrestle Kingdom was the better one. I think I would agree. Six people chime in on this one. At Lady Undertaker says, "Called it." Kurt Angle is the new Raw GM. Hashtag tweet the table. At bartender underscore LWC says. Forgot how much I love backstage segments with Kurt Angle. This GM move is going to be good. Hashtag tweet the table. At WIRCAT, it says, fuck yeah. Angle is the new Raw GM. Let's hope this doesn't end up like Shane McMahon and he doesn't end up in a match. Hashtag tweet the table. At Katie First. He will. Lady. Says Kurt Angle, new Raw GM. Hashtag it's true. Hashtag tweet the table. At B underscore double underscore D. Says Kurt must have the same routine as Oldberg before they come out. Hashtag sweat. Hashtag tweet the table. And at Blue Kazoo 512 says, Kurt Angle is GM of Raw. It's true. It's damn true. Hashtag tweet the table. I, I like this. 
simply for the fact that we know Kurt Angle can be entertaining and mm-hmm. something new. Definitely. And he was sweating a lot, but you know what? When you quit drugs, cold turkey, a junkie sweats a lot. And that's what he did. That's just a fact. When that's junkies the, these are quit, facts. These are true facts. When, and when junkies quit they cold sweat. turkey, they sweat a shit ton. And he's trying really hard. And hey, I applaud him for trying. It's going to fucking suck for a couple more months, probably. It is. Uh, but. I love that backstage segment with Enzo and Cass. Yeah. When uh, when uh, Cass spelled soft and then they left, he's like, that's not how you spell soft. Spell soft. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I love when they were like, how you doing? And he like listed off all his things. He's like, that's him doing pretty damn well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's a rhetorical question. Right, yeah. Two people chime in on this one. At B underscore double underscore D says, Somebody should send the cops to Dixie Carter's house ASAP and place her on suicide watch. Hashtag tweet the table. Hashtag fuck the owl. And at WIRCATA says, the fuck that owl chant on Raw. Raw Flamau. Hashtag tweet the table. Yeah, that was fun too. I don't <laughs> know if Dixie owl. would have been on suicide no. watch for that though. That's right. not her thing. But no, yeah, I do know what you're saying. <laughs> fuck that owl. That's become a thing now. See, I mean, the Hardys got to give them credit as much as I didn't like them and i haven't seen most of this thing so i'm 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 liking them with this optimism of hey everybody else is saying it's so bad it's good i might as well watch it it's got the sharknado effect uh right but he's definitely taken over pretty damn well on the on the what's the word i'm looking for the the common you know the internet wrestling community as it were uh Mm -hmm. just i mean the delete chance the, delete, the crowds delete, delete. Yeah, and now the fuck that owl because i mean they're at the center of the wrestling universe and they were even without wwe's help that's saying something and you know who you need to tweet fuck that owl to it yeah. isn't dixie carter it's bruce pritchard now right that's fuck that i owl. would say that yeah well they fuck got rid of the owl, owl. <laughs> they're like fuck that did owl. they yeah yeah they Good. they, just, they took the that. owl and it's just kind of that cir- that uh hexagon oh the okay. six sides is impact wrestling Mm-hmm. Three people chime in on this one. At Chris Mercado32 says the top guys are here to take over the entire tag team division. Hashtag tweet the table at Katie First. Lady says, Hey, the revival is here. We need some fresh blood on the main roster. Hashtag tweet the table and at B underscore double underscore D to say, Yeah, the revival on Raw, bitches. The top guys are in the building. Tag team division on blast. Hashtag tweet the table. Yeah, the revival had a great debut. They looked great. Well, and you know what that was a big sign to me, at least, about after uh-huh. they made the announcement of the Superstar Shakeup, mm-hmm. is we got New Day going to SmackDown. Mm, you think so, huh? They're not just going to do the favors to a new team like that with no storyline. And then, or do you know they what I mean? split New Day up in the shakeup? I think all three of them go over to SmackDown. They feud with the Usos to get the Usos over. Usos go over on top, and then you split the New Day up. They still got those popsicles that they need to get out. Those are going to sell. Oh, man, aren't they? I want yeah. some. I don't even know what so that's, that's what I'm calling. That's my that's my pick of the week is New Day is going to SmackDown. Pick of the week at B underscore double underscore. D. says, okay, can somebody finally answer who the fuck is that dude in the front row in the lime green shirt? He's always there. Hashtag tweet the table. Is it sign guy? Is sign guy wearing a lime green shirt now? I'd have to watch again, but I don't yeah, know. There's always a few like 
Brock Lesnar guys there all the time. The guy yeah. with the white jacket and the stupid like decals that he puts yeah. on it, looking well, like they a NASCAR have some people that there. are like they have other roles in WWE, but when the show's on, their crowd plans to try to get chance going, and they have signs that they'll rip. And usually, if you see them ripping a sign, that's a you know somebody who's there every time. Like you just got to kind of going back to the revival real quick. Yeah, if revival stays on Raw, Raw. What's the difference between them and the club? God, I was—I knew you were going to say the club. Uh, there isn't. You got a couple bald guys with beards, right? They look like <laughs> well, mechanics. Well, Dawson has hair. That's true. The one has guy hair. has hair. Yeah, That's right. But he does yeah, have it's hair. basically just country boys who are tough and like to say nerd. And we're going to fight. Yeah. We don't do all that. Fan. We fight. Yeah. That's—I mean—they're the same tag team. Yeah. Well, so maybe the uh, the club goes over to SmackDown. Maybe they have another run with AJ. Or maybe oh. they add Finn and then they do the uh, Baylor Club. They do the Baylor Club. Yeah. Because it's Baylor. But so if it's like the university, they, they're going to rape people. Hey, yeah. No means no the third time. What? I mean, what? That, I mean that. What? what? Uh, but what is the difference between them? They need to separate those teams ASAP. So maybe yes. uh, the Rubber Band Club goes to SmackDown. No, I... I still think it'll be New Day. I think pew, New Day. Pew, pew. Five people chime in on this one. At Chris Mercado32 says, screw Emelina. Emma is back. Hashtag tweet the table. At B underscore double underscore. D. Says, be still my heart. My Emma has returned. Hashtag tweet the table. At Katie first. Lady. Says, happy that this Emma is back. Shouldn't have tried to change her in the first place. Hashtag tweet the table. At WIRCata says, Finally, Emma is back and not as this stupid Emelina character. The glove sunglasses thing is great and was working. Hashtag tweet the table. At bartender underscore LWC says, Emma looks like the female version of Kenny Omega. Hashtag tweet the table. And he's spot on on that one. He even put a little yeah. picture in his tweet. I agree. Yeah. She's Carrie she can Omega. wrestle better than him, too. <laughs> right. Yeah, there you go. Uh, two people chime in on this one. At B underscore double underscore. D. Says, it must be some sort of signal that Enzo and Cass have never won any gold. Like, ever. Hashtag tweet the table. And at Theo75 says, Enzo Amore is the human form of a cockatiel bird with that hairstyle. Hashtag tweet the table. Hashtag cornet face. Uh, yeah, why are they just not going to win a tag team championships ever? That seems weird. I think they're, they don't need it. They don't need it, but it just seems weird that they wouldn't ever have any. That's okay. When have they needed it? Well, That's what I would say. So they don't necessarily need it, but sometimes you put it on those people so that somebody can get over on them. What they haven't reached is a spot where they've wanted to use them to help somebody else get over. Right, That's WWE what I'm hasn't they just keep that spot. using them for the hey. Instead of building a program with fill in the tag team name, we need you to do the Sonic commercial. So keep saying the soft stuff, and we're going to bring you over here to do that stuff. Right. You know what I mean? And then we'll throw so, you in with somebody, and you can you know you'll have a great promo because he does. Uh, and then you know, <laughs> then that'll be a night, uh, but we won't have a long term storyline because we know that'll get the chance. We know that'll be great. Crowd will love it. They'll go home happy. Or maybe that's what you build up to is there's tension amongst the team because they've never become winners. Right. And then it's it leads to the point where then they finally do win. It'd be interesting to go back with the video footage and see if you could find enough footage to make it look like one person is the reason for losing all those. Enzo. Right. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. So then like the footage is put together. Be like, look, here's when we faced this team and we lost. 
and look what you did. And here's mm-hmm. where we face this team. And look what you did. Right? That's now what'll we, happen. Now that, we I gotta bet fight. You that's what'll happen after right. they turn on each other. Now you need to smell my dick. Yeah. Mow your grass. I'm gonna mow your grass. That <laughs> <laughs> Katie first. Lady. Says, Yay, it's Baylor. I'm happy. That's all. Hashtag tweet the table at B underscore double underscore D says, so Seth has to sign a hold harmless for Sunday, but Monday the doctor says, ah, fuck it. Go ahead. Hashtag tweet the table. Yeah. Well, he performed well. We're right. It's so one day. Do it. It's one day. Yeah, he he healed a lot tonight. Or he signs one each night. That's what he's doing. Right. He keeps signing them hold harmless agreements. Yep. At Barton, and there's no way even one of those things would legitimately pass. <laughs> you can't put on a gigantic spectacle and just say, no, no, just sign here. Because then that opens the door for them to make, hey, everybody's going to sign this whole harmless agreement. And we never have to worry about liability. Eh, fuck that. Well, Trump's president, so. At Bartender underscore all WC says, would like to see the New Day hold all three belts at once. Big E the Universal, Woods the U.S., and Kofi, after getting the 205, the cruiserweight. Hashtag tweet the table. First of all, I think you should switch Woods and Big E. I think Woods would – Big E's got, feels like a U.S. title, and Woods could go after the Universal more than Big E from, in my mind. No. Yes. No. Woods has personality ten times more than Big E does. Yeah, Big E can grab Brock Lesnar and throw him around. Yeah, but nobody gives a fuck. This is going back to our discussion no, about – Yes, however, Big E can put on a good enough – Persona Match. to get over. No, not Persona. Yeah. Match. Oh, yeah. And he has For better the spots. Universal title? No. Yeah, he has better spots. That spot that he does where he spears the guy on the apron out to the canvas? Uh-huh. Oh, that's way better. What does, what does, Woods is a manager. He, yes, he needs some in ring work. I'll give you that. He needs some more identifiable moveset. He's a manager. He wears yeah. Sheik's shoes and is a manager yep. and every time they lose he's the one that gets the loss if you pay attention to that he needs to be the 205 yeah kofi needs to be the he's u.s the 205 yeah he is yeah yeah his upper body's pretty are we weighing him yeah matt hardy was the 205 champion well, Remember when he was the cruiserweight was champion? 205, though. They didn't have that limit yeah. on it then well it was anyway let's move on at W.I.R. Cata says, why are we making a guy like Strowman keeps going on about more competition, but keeps walking away for fuck's sake. Hashtag tweet the table. Well, that's the he's heat. all talk. That's the heat. Right. Yeah. At Lady Undertaker says, Cesaro and Sheamus in kilts at WrestleMania 33 makes my heart beat faster. Oh, baby. Hashtag tweet the table. At Hallmark of Swede says, hashtag tweet the table. Finally, Sheamus and Cesaro start dressing alike. They're slowly becoming a real tag team and one of my favorites. Now they need a name. What do you name them? Shazaro? European, European uppercut. Shazaro. I like European uppercut, actually. Same off. You don't stop with the Brangelina stuff. You don't need to take two names and make it one. European uppercut. They're European and they both have fucking vicious the, uppercuts. The European uppercut. Cesaro. Call them the yeah. European uppercut. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And there's no reason Seamus couldn't use that also in his repertoire. I mean, like, throw a bunch yeah. of uppercuts, Seamus. That's easy to do. Mm-hmm. Especially yeah. the European ones, because you're just slapping them with your arm. Right. Right? Yes. Yeah. 
Just give you don't him need a to convince me. I, yeah. I got it. Yeah, yeah, I gave you the fucking idea. He says. At <laughs> WRCATA says. And he convinced me of my own fucking idea. And WRCATA says. So instead of putting no one's on the list again, Jericho puts the tip of his finger on the list. Lamau. Hashtag tweet the table. Yeah, that was Just fun. Tip. Just the tip. I mean, sometimes that's all you want slash need. Just the tip. On the list. At P underscore double underscore. D. Says, safe to say, Raw After Mania did not disappoint. Hashtag tweet the table. Safe to say that? Yeah, I liked it. I liked it too. It it, it will, it epitomized what Raw After Mania is, and that's unpredictable. Yes, there is a little sense of innocence lost with it, though, that Raw yes. knows it's a part of the joke now or yes. part of the, the gimmick. Right. That is kind of sad, but it's still good. But we get, I mean, like, yes, they knew Roman Reigns was going to come out to some heat. There's no way they knew or even actually considered that he would get five minutes of straight heat of, like, thunderous boos and random other, like, sayings. I think uh, Vince McMahon didn't think he would get a Roman Reigns sucks, yeah. even though he wasn't even there about right. Roman Reigns. Yeah, yeah, he was there about something entirely different, and he can't get a word out before they're like, "Hey, you know that Roman guy, Roman? Sucks. He sucks." <laughs> we don't want to go through John Cena again. He's like, "Well, we had a great, yeah, yeah, it's great. Listen, Roman sucks." Yeah. <laughs> So we have a vacancy. We don't I'm care, a, just as long as it's not Roman. I'm about to give each of you $100. Hey, great. Roman sucks. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I'll give it back to you with the message, Roman sucks. They yeah, just hand the dollar Roman bill back sucks to on it. Yeah, Roman sucks. Here Three people chime in on this one. At Katie first. Lady. Says, surreal to see how many former TNA talents are here sitting at the WWE Hall of Fame. Well, yeah, but how many people in the TNA Hall of Fame are from WWE? At WIRCATA says, Looks like Shawn Michaels is asleep during DDP speech. Hashtag tweet the table. And at B underscore double underscore. D. Says, I'm pretty sure that the Rock and Roll Express are drunk. Hashtag tweet the table. Well, I mean, you, could probably, you could probably safely assume that at any time, couldn't you? Good. Sometimes <laughs> life sucks sober. Um, yeah. And the <laughs> final one. Final one. At Theo75 says, happy wrestling new year. It's WrestleMania. Hashtag tweet the table. God damn, that was a long segment. It was. It was. We're on one hour and 41 minutes right now of this segment. But it's worth it for you. It is. And we're going to take a break. We're going to come back and we're going to answer some listener emails. Yeah? Yes. That's T-Mac's favorite segment of the show. We're going to do that when we return to the Spanish Announce Table, which is on SpanishAnnounceTable.net and... Jackie Chan's parents tried to sell him to the British doctor who delivered him for $26. TrainingTopicsNetwork.com This is Dr. Tom Pritchard. You're listening to the Numero Uno podcast in all of professional wrestling, the Spanish Announce Table.
Time for the emails. Spanish announce table. Table show at gmail.com is the email address. It's also the email address you can use when you want to donate to the show via PayPal. Table show at gmail.com. If you want to donate to the show, but you also want something tangible for your money, you can also go to cafepress.com slash Spanish announce table. That's the Spanish announce merch table where we got all kinds of merch. Get some stuff. Hats, watches, buttons, bedspreads. I actually got a shirt today. Nice. Yeah. Good. Went through the whole thing and did it. Nice. See? You're not only the president, you're also a client. Indeed. Also, check us out on YouTube, the Spanish Announce Tube. YouTube.com slash Spanish Announce Tube. Putting up the shows in little clips so you can hear little segments uh, at a time on there also. Uh, if you don't have time to listen to the whole thing at once and you just want it in little bite-sized pieces. And that's also where we put up some of our fun videos that we do around NWL events, random other things, whenever we feel like it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But this is the email portion of the show. Tableshow at gmail.com again. And we kick these off with Katie, the first. Lady. She says, well. another WrestleMania is in the books. And I thought overall it was a good show. A long show, but a good show. And out of 13 man or matches, I managed to get 10. A 10! A fucking 10! Right? Mm-hmm. Now about this superstar shakeup, I honestly don't see that many superstars switching over. Maybe a couple that aren't being utilized, and some of the tag teams for either side. Maybe one or two of the women. Well, that's a lot of... You know what I mean? We're talking about 10 to 15 yeah. people now <laughs> on each side here. All right. Uh, I really don't feel, or I really don't see that much of a change, but you never know. I see maybe Reigns for SmackDown and Styles for Raw. We'll see, I guess. Who would you guys want to see switch sides? Uh, I don't think they're switching Reigns. I think they're going to keep him on Raw. Yeah, it makes sense now with all the heat that he has. Yeah. Yeah. I could see this. I, I think the big, if they're going to call them trades, right? Let's just say it's trades because that's easy to comprehend. I think the biggest trade will be Rollins for AJ. I think Rollins will go to SmackDown and then AJ comes to uh, Raw. And then we can get Rollins and Nakamura. Yeah, I like that. Because I think they think we don't want to do AJ Nakamura because you already saw it at New Japan. So we need to give you something different. I think that's their thinking. Now, that's just a guess. I also think New Day will go to SmackDown because the tag division wasn't even featured on uh, the night after WrestleMania for SmackDown. They weren't even on the show at all. They were Mm -hmm. on Talking Smack, and they're like, hey, man, what's up? And they're like, yeah, we'll get you on there if you're still on the show. And Shane sucks as Talking Smack. But anyhow, so I think I could see Luke Harper going to Raw. Because yeah. I think him being so close to uh, Bray just ruins uh, him. First of all, he's gotten ripped recently. You notice that? Like, he was looking oh, yeah. toned. So I think they, they can repackage him kind of like what they did with Braun Strowman, where it's like, all right, we're just going to forget that he was weird, and now he's right. something different. You know, Stop being weird. All right, cool. Yeah. Let's roll with that. Uh, if our buddy Rob was there, great work this past week. As always, my heart goes out to the other Katie in your life. 
uh, uh, over her love for the dead man retiring. We feel your pain, girl. And I meant what I said about releasing a book of all the awesome Undertaker portraits. Pretty sure it would sell like hotcakes. Yeah, we did not have Rob Schamberger on this week. Uh, he was traveling later than usual. You know, he's involved in more of the show this time. And, uh, you know, he needs a little downtime. So we'll work that out maybe next week or something uh, down the road. We're still trying to set up a time to go over there and do tour at his place uh but uh we will send him this youtube clip so he knows you're uh, you're giving him a shout out rob Schamberger. indeed anybody who's new to our show doesn't know rob Schamberger. he's the artist of champions he's out there if you've seen a wrestling painting through wwe he's the guy doing that uh mm -hmm. go check out his work rob com. hey anyway. before we uh continue we need to put in a little plug and hey how did you like the kyle o'reilly uh interview that we did because that's on the show right Right. Yeah, we did, we did not uh yeah. <laughs> Cuz the tweet day was so long. I tell you so what. You guys like that. I tell you what. We will uh we will should we we'll, we'll do that after the emails. How about that? Or do you just want to put it out by itself? Yeah, maybe I'll just put it out by itself. A little there you snippet. Go. Let's just do that. Yeah. A little special Yeah, little special, special episode. episode. Yep. All right. So look for that. Look for the special episode Kyle O'Reilly interview. Yeah, how did we know? Because this is that? all WrestleMania week that it's kind of hard to then go, oh, hey, and Kyle O'Reilly. So Kyle let's give him the respect. Yeah, we'll just do deserves. a Kyle O'Reilly special episode. All right, there it yeah. is. Yeah, and we'll record a little bit front and forth of all that. We'll give you a little a little in there. All mm -hmm. right. Then she says, we'll see what happens come next week on this shakeup. Talk to you then later, Katie the first. Lady. Katie. She's awesome. I like Katie. Fantastic. Fantastic. We will move on. Two, he says, "Hey, Captain Awesome and T Nick, it's me, it's me, it's Theo seventy five. I don't know where the seventy five comes in, Theo. Your year he was born, maybe you were born in seventy five, Theo. Sending an email to keep up the email count. How was WrestleMania for you guys? Run of run of the mill. I thought it was good." was not bad. If you were to put them in numerical order as far as what I liked, it would probably be that middle number. Yeah, so we've had 33, so you're looking around, what, 16, 17th? Yep. Best WrestleMania. Yeah, yep. I feel like that, yeah. Theo says, I enjoyed it. I hated the result that black hole of charisma, the spineless worm who felt right at home when they projected a bunch of worms onto the ring. Yes, I am talking about the apex spineless worm. Randy, a walker from The Walking Dead, has more charisma. Orton, I see no point taking the belt off Bray Wyatt and giving it to Orton. It just devalues the belt. Blandy Borton does not need the belt. <laughs> a loss to Bray would have done much more. I hope that money pit retires soon. The sooner he is gone, the better for all current and future talent to be called up. The only thing I look forward to is to watch his boring, stale-ass, year-old French bread promos when I have insomnia. So, <laughs> Jesus. Damn, that is going in. So we're set to have a boring SmackDown champion. Main event pizza bathroom breaks. Props to Staff Infection for taking that table bump. <laughs> Staff infection. Staff infection. Props That's to staff great. infection for taking that table bump. Is it me or did she look flatter at WrestleMania? Now to all those blasphemous, unwashed, uneducated tits that are booing the crap out of Roman Reigns for beating The Undertaker. Deal with it. 
you knuckle-dragging primates. It's Roman's yard now. <laughs> Embrace it and know when you are conquered. I also agree with Kata. I am glad Olberg's son fell off for doing the stupid dab. <laughs> T-Max laugh. He put in parentheses. <laughs> See, that's a real T-Max laugh. Thing. Awesome job with the podcast. Oh, you want me to do the ha-ha? Yeah, right. <laughs> do it if I'm really no. laughing. No, it's too hard to do when you're really laughing. It says, awesome job with the podcast. Keep up the great work. He did fall. <laughs> he did. What a fat kid. Yeah. Any chance you can get Jim Cornette on the podcast? Thanks for taking time to read this, Theo75. P.S. For crap's sake, stop deleting slash tearing up on PGBL's emails. Just make peace and the money will start rolling in. Send all your hate tweets to at Theo75 on Twitter. It's not on PGBL. He's not sending in emails or GBL yeah, or PGBL. Email. No. That, that person we will address as soon as we're done here with Theo's email. But yep. it's not GBL. Yep. Uh I reached out to Jim Cornette again. He's been on the show before, and I said, hey, we want you back on. I have yet to receive any return correspondence, but I'm working on it for it. Well, and he was busy. Of course. Yeah, he so anyway, he I, he, a, I, a tag team I truly believe he may not have seen said email yet. Right, yeah. Right? I mean, I, I doubt he's checking his emails on his phone regularly. Right, right he's now. He's busy getting blow and – anyway, all right. Getting busy with whiskey blow and hookers, all right? As you should be. Pod. Theo, wow. Okay. Theo was wrongly assessing GBL as this person. Yeah, GBL's great. But this person. And I don't even want to say your name. Let me see the paper. Show me the paper. Yep. Yeah. Do it. That fucker. Mm -hmm. Like, the paper even smells, and I printed it off here at my house. Your stink came through the inner tubes onto my printer paper. How do I explain that one to my wife? Yeah. Yeah. What did Theo say? You knuckle-dragging primate? Yeah. <laughs> That's a great insult. knuckle-dragging primate. We have told you we don't want your email. We're skipping over the third email spot. I'm going to... Oh, sure. I don't like you. We're going to skip straight to the fourth email. Let's do it. Hey. It's Mr. Fourth Row. There he is. What are the odds? What are the odds? Every time Mr. Fourth Row is the fourth emailer. That's so weird. Love it. Hello, Love it's it. Mr. Fourth Row checking in with my view again this week. So for the past few years, the Raw and SmackDown after WrestleMania have proven to be time for talent from NXT to make their main roster debuts. Is it a great idea? And do you think this was one of the reasons, if not the main reason why NXT was created? I'm thinking that even if someone doesn't watch NXT regularly, but they are at least following the WWE product, they've heard of these names and will stop and watch them step up to the big shows. So I'm liking that NXT is building the talent or or polishing experienced uh, talent to get them launched in the WWE. One of the things I can't see them doing any better. Okay. Of course, it's up to the talent to stay relevant once there. Any additional thoughts on this? Once again, that's my view, not from the cheap seats and not from the most expensive seats, but from the fourth 
row, Mr. Fourth Row. Hey, uh, I've been to some events where uh, that fourth row is still very expensive. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's not the most expensive, but the cheapest either. It's not even close to the cheapest. Yeah, it's a pretty penny. It's, it's up there. Don't sell yourself short there, Mr. Fourth Row. Um, We kind of talked about this with NXT and the, and the come-ups on the Raw after Mania and the SmackDown after Mania. I think it's a great spot for those talents. Uh, I don't know if that's the entire reason it was created. I think they just wanted a developmental area, period. I don't think it was necessarily created for that spot. Pull them up on Mania. I think that's just demonstrated itself to be a great spot to do it. Yeah, I think NXT has taken so many twists and turns on what it was supposed to be, what it is now, what the future is, and then they pull it back, and then they try to change what it's going to do. And so I have no idea. It still might change. Right. But it does feel like now and maybe next year that is what NXT is used for. It's build up, build up, NXT TakeOver, NXT TakeOver, champion, and now the main roster. Right. So. They've created their own version of the ROH and the, you know, what else could you say? Evolve, right? That level of promotion, and they've done it better than those, mm-hmm. right? So that's that where they're going to get exposure in front of the diehard fan, right? If we can't get them over with at least a diehard fan, and that may not necessarily mean they like them. That means over a la Roman Reigns gets all the heat, but. If we can't get them over with there, there's no sense in trying them with everybody else, right? Right. Yep. So we try them there, and those are the people watching the ROH and the Evolve. and that. So they kind of found a breeding ground for that talent under their own umbrella where they get to control it. I agree. That is a great point, and right. you did that very well. All right. That was Mr. Fourth Row. That's all the emailers we have for this week. It's been a long episode, but, of course, it was WrestleMania, and everybody wants to talk about it. Yeah, as you should. Right. Keep talking, guys. We love to hear from you. So we will get out of here, and we will come back next week for episode 194. We're inching close to that 200, man. It's getting closer. We're going to do something special. We'll figure it out. Mm -hmm. Obviously, we want everybody to send in their own 90-minute audio clips that we will play here. 90 second, not 90 minute. (laughs) Do not send us a 90-minute clip. I am not listening to a 90-minute clip. 90-second audio clip. Uh, you know, if you need a little more time, let me know. You know, we'll figure that out. 90 seconds, though, shoot for that in, in lieu of an email. Keep your tweet tables coming, of course, but that's what we want for 202. Instead of emails, we want to hear your voices. want to hear you, right? If you need any help in that regard, if you need to know how to pull one of those off, just contact us, too. Tableshow at gmail.com will tell you. But we're going to get out of here. We'll come back for episode 194. Next week on the Spanish Announce Table, which is on SpanishAnnounceTable.net. And 1.6 billion people live without electricity. Training Topics Network.com. Nobody control me. I'm coming. I'm here to do my thing. I'm here to bring the pain. I'm never, ever going to change. This is my way, my way, my life. And if I got to do it, I got to do it right. So every.